But we are on a, a what's it called? A schedule. I almost said budget. <laughs> Same thing. That's a time, time budget, budget, baby. Time is money, baby. Time, budget. time is money, baby. That's we're on a time budget. We're on a we're budget. Do you mean schedule? No. Michael, Michael. Time is money. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Luke Humphreys, got the boy Hogan with me, and you're listening to Unstable Discourse. Welcome in to episode nine of season two of Unstable Discourse. Nine. It is nine. It is episode nine. Wow. Okay. It's time for episode nine. No, baby. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. You guys are going to suffer through this with us because it's been a month and a half since we did it. And like the last time we took a big hiatus, it takes us a minute to get our rhythm going. Yeah. We forgot how to talk into microphones. Yeah. But we had a couple of, we had, we had a a, lot of alcohol. The title of this episode is get out of my inbox and get into my car. (laughs) (laughs) We're joined. Well, first off, let's do some intros. It's Ryan Fancher of Unstable Disc Golf Gear. Yes, sir. Sean Callahan of Delwood Disc Golf. You better know. <laughs> Jason Callahan of Bag of you Tricks. You also better know. <laughs> Sheila Callahan of Delwood Disc Golf. Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to know Hi, what I'm that Dave. is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Yeah, Dave. Oh, it's Lil Dicky. Oh, hell yeah. FX. <laughs> and I'm Alex of Disc Golf Chicago. <laughs> we also have the disc golf photographer in the room with us, Lauren Lakeberg. She's in the back. Where? Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, does not yeah, want yeah, the yeah. attention on her, but she's here, I assure yeah. you. Again, the title of this episode is Get Out of My oh. Inbox and Get Into My Car. We need to do a whole recap of Clash and many other things that have happened recently. Stuffs. But the focus of this episode is really on Mama Groundhog, Sheila Callahan. My boo. Sean's boo, the runner of Sean's life, as she has been referred to. We're going to be talking about the role that Sheila plays in the Delwood machine. Some people know, but most people have no idea. She's a large cog. Large cog. cog. Yeah. Some people still ask me, how do you feel about Sean doing all this stuff? (laughs) Bitch! (laughs) What does that question even mean? What are they they asking? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I can assume, but I don't want to. Anyways, there it's it's a lot, and uh, I'm really excited because I know I know like from a ten thousand foot view that that Sheila does a lot. I don't know exactly how much it is, so I'm really excited to get into that. Uh, but before we get into the giant cog that is Sheila Callahan, let's get into fired up. I don't even know if that's going to come through, but that's funny. Weird. It's <laughs> better when I'm breathing out. <laughs> and then I start some lyrics and you can't believe a thing. And then I never Michael. stop being a always Michael. <laughs> I really wow. enjoy how much singing has wow. been on the show this season. I'm so far. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of that ever mm-hmm. before, but when it started, and now it's been on every episode since then. Good. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Yeah. Good. All about it. If yeah. that doesn't make you laugh, stop listening right now. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Yeah. Anyway, fired up. Here we fired go. Fired up. <laughs> we know how to podcast. Here we go. Ryan, what are you fired up about? I'd skip me. I, I, you I don't was, know? That's so weird. Okay, Ryan. I was so excited that I forgot. 
about doing this. <laughs> I see Sean looking at his phone, which tells me he's not sure I'm what he's I'm just pulling out my notes. I'm ready now. Ooh, Sean's got notes. Sean, what are you fired up about? I am fired up to have Clash behind us. Mm. So grateful for everything that Clash was. Fired up to have it behind us so that we can have a little bit of summer. Relax. Uh, we just started today with a little bit of uh, unstable open three things. Uh, so just kind of chill mode a little bit. It's like the second half of the season. Is that the right. refractory right. period? Is that what they call that? Right. I mean, Alex went and roped us into interviewing Paul McBeth and making that a tremendous fucking What are you doing? Uh, I was trying to just chill the Michael? fuck out. This, no, dog, we should get back to work and do all this. But other yeah. than that, yeah. no, just chill mode right now, man. It's it's good times. Good times. Enjoying summer. That's a happy, lot. Happy to be alive and to have emotions to experience. 100, man. That's uh, Clash was unlike anything I've ever seen, and I cannot be... I can't imagine being like at the helm of all that. So much awesomeness, mentally, emotionally, physically draining. You've got to like replenish your soul for like a couple We're of weeks. We're still hanging. Like everybody, mm-hmm. it's the, yeah. you know, post-tournament hangover, right? Like that's really a thing for mm-hmm. almost everybody involved. Mostly Lauren Lakeberg because she lays on the ground and takes photos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah it's a thing for everybody and it is still happening now like getting back to doing this with you guys tonight yeah is the closest thing to like a normal thing previously to clash right so that feels pretty cool that's Mm -hmm. a good thing yeah so this Uh, makes me feel like we're back to at least what was normal before I think I know what you mean I'll I'll get to that when I get to my fired up, Jason, what are you fired up about? So if, if Sean was at the helm of Clash, I was at the iPad of Clash because I spent <laughs> 30 plus hours over Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ringing people up. And mm. it was fantastic. Nonstop. It was Product non-stop. knowledge, baby. It was the best. I can I, I, I know what Anheuser means. I know. Oh, he's learning. Know, yeah, I'm learning stuff. He can, can be taught. Yep, yep. I'm learning things about discs. I'm not just there to be a clerk. I'm absorbing information. It's insane. He's also a pro at the salt gun. <clears throat> yep. Ooh, I have I one can, of those too, by the yeah, way. They're a lot I can of fun. Kill a fly from four clicks away. I got, man. Four clicks. Real huh? good at it, yeah. <laughs> I literally, when there's nobody Were in the, the shop. Were you the one that bought more salt? No, that was Corey. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I don't think we yeah, bought this salt. Where the fuck did this salt come from? I'm out of ammo. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, swept, in the shop. I swept the other day, mostly salt. Mostly salt. That's, that was <laughs> mostly me. Yeah. Because I will just, when there's nobody in the shop, I will just walk around with it in my hands and just pace up and down the aisles just looking for flies. I'm like... Michael, show up, please. Listener, if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, they there is a product that is a... Bright yellow shotgun that you literally load table salt into. Yes. You cock and it. then you cock it. You have to turn the safety on and off, yep, which yes. I love. Yep. Safety. And it blasts salt. Like, I don't know. At- have you guys shot each other yet? Yeah. No, yeah. but Corey no. said he shot you. Yeah, he shot me. It like <laughs> it was red all day. Like I had there was <laughs> I, I didn't tell mom out, about it, yeah, but I was still picking out granules at nine o'clock at night. Like, oh yeah, there's still a chunk in my leg. Yeah, it is yeah. a lot it of fun. There, yeah, you see it. You see a fly. You yeah. get excited. Now uh, you're on the hunt. Yeah, you're like stalking it. You're I'm trying I'm, to stay I'm still. Not the most dangerous game. Anything. Yes. Yeah. I'm also not pro gun. Flies though. But yeah, Michael flies right in their tiny little butts. And they <laughs> I got a good juicy one the other day with salt. on the yeah. window. Yes. Yeah, those are. That is the most Said we were gonna fun, tone down practical <laughs> toy So many Michaels. The best. I'm yeah. buying one for my house very soon. Mm. Shout yeah. out my old boss who got me that for Christmas one year, and I was like, why this? And 
Now you know. Now, now I know. Now, now, now I get it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's a lot of fun. Just to recap that, you're you're fired up about the energy from from Clash and everything you were doing at oh, Clash. Oh, it's fantastic. And- so norm- I mean, normally I work there on Sundays, but for Clash, I was there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I would not have wanted to be anywhere else in the world. It was absolutely fantastic. I, I we we're gonna try to move through this episode quickly, so I'm sorry for dragging this on. But my last question is: mm-hmm. get were people asking you like podcast related things? Were like you getting podcast references? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, not a ton, but there was a, occasionally people that like the the best feeling is when I'm talking to somebody about their disc, and somebody yeah. walks in and they just recognize my voice, yeah. and they pause by the dip and dots and like slowly turn, and they're like. <laughs> Jason from the podcast? I'm like, yeah, that's me. Oh, that's that is so the awesome. best feeling in the world where I just get recognized from my voice. That makes mm-hmm. me feel pretty good. I just yeah. got giddy for a yeah. second. Ryan, about. That's what did you say listens to every episode? We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Is that that's your fired up? That's my fired up. up. Okay. Okay. Ryan, <laughs> all right. What are you fired up about? Right. So um, I don't know if any of you have actually heard this name before. Probably not. But there was an FPO player that just decided to start touring again by the name of Juliana Corver. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever heard of her? Ever heard of her? So <laughs> those initials sound from Yes. So she uh, came into town a couple days before Clash and was practicing. We met her a couple times while she was uh, scoping out the course, and we chatted with her a bunch, and she is delightful. Oh, my yes. Lord. Yes. Like, to put it mildly, there's no words to describe how enjoyable she was just to talk to and chat with and mm-hmm. so comfortable and so articulate and so great to, to hang out with. But mm-hmm. uh, we were in the shop and we were just chit-chatting while she was looking around and someone had mentioned, I think it was Doc, the podcast. And she said, oh, oh, my gosh, Ryan, right? And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Who's asking? Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> yes, ma'am. So she knew my name and then she thanked me for actually it was you, Alex, that had invited her to do an intro for one of our podcasts, Mm -hmm. which we have on. Mm -hmm. And she said, since we had done that, we had sent her the podcast and she has listened to every episode and can't wait for them to come out and listens to everyone. Oh, my God. Was she just being the sweetest human ever? She was actually fanboying out slightly to me. No. Which doesn't make sense. So Doc Doc told me, I didn't notice, but I don't remember most of the afternoon after that. Um, But he said that I had not actually stepped out of the shop, but I kind of floated out of the shop. And I believe him. But like, yeah. seriously? Like, uh, yeah. Come on, dude. That's great for real, for real. So that is my fired up. I could not believe what she had said. Obviously, the rest of the weekend and class, she was so excited to be there. And yep. so uh, she'll listen to this episode. Of what you're she will absolutely listen. So to we this should episode. say hi to her if she's yeah. listening. Right hi, Jules. Now. Hi. hi. Hello. Oh, Hello. thank you for, for coming. Yeah, it was awesome. Corver. Yes, you're the coolest. The coolest. Yeah. So she I was got, awesome. I got uh, weird little butterflies when I uh, was talking to her and I shook her hand and she was just the nicest. And I was like, I don't know how to handle this. You're so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're pretty. <laughs> Some yeah. of that too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was great. Uh, so that is my fired up. Thank you for reminding me because yeah, that whole entire afternoon, Leo kept saying, yeah. are you still here? Hey, hello. <laughs> hello. You know, like, yeah, I, I mean, so, I was right there was with great. you, man, because yeah. I, two minutes before you sent me that message, mm-hmm. letting me know that mm-hmm. you know she listened to the show and liked it i have found out that we got our nonprofit status officially disc golf chicago as an organization which was a big deal we weren't sure if it was even going to happen before our big event so i got that message i like pulled my car over and i was like oh that's so awesome 
and then you messaged me about Juliana liking the show, and I forgot all about the nonprofit mm. thing. <laughs> I was like, Juliana likes the show? That's the big news of today. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was cool. Way it bigger. Was really cool. And it was just how she spoke. And she spoke with Doc, too, in, in, in the same kind of little setting. She remembered him it was, from disc TV so, stuff. Yes, yeah. she had talked to me about the podcast, and then she looked at Doc and said, we went to Europe together, and Doc also floated immediately. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't notice, but he did. And they started talking about their time when he was recording disc TV and wow. did this whole tour with her and everything. And 19 years ago. 19 That's- years ago. So ago. And she oh immediately was just like, oh, yes, and this and this and this. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was fantastic. She was she's a delight. Oh, she really There's is. no other awesome. way to say it. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're all basking in her glow right now. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> OK, I got uh, I, I We could talk about her all day, but we got to keep it moving. Yeah, keep going. Sheila, what are you fired up about? I'm fired up because I'm finally taking a girl's trip. Oh, so we know yeah. Sean and Ryan and the other early birdies always rub it in our faces that they go up to Wisconsin and they get Mm -hmm. away and they go in these cabins at Sandy Point and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, I said, screw you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren's throwing up middle fingers in the background. (laughs) It was Lauren Lakeberg's idea. So her and I and some friends rented some really expensive cabins that don't even have heat or air conditioning or kitchens or bathrooms. What? Mm. Yeah. And we are so excited. <laughs> Our where, cabins have all of those things. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And where, where, we yeah. are going to Camp Wandawega. So this is just north of Lake Geneva in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of like a cool hipster camp, if if you will. But they, they keep things vintage and period correct. And we are just going to go there. Well, a bunch of women being there better be period correct. Am I right? Am I right? There he goes. Gross. There he goes. There he goes. Got him. (laughs) You can't set him up like that, Sheila. I know. I should know by now. It was coming out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh oh. Here we go. B's and C's. B's and C's. So that's what I'm fired up about. Cool. When, are, when are you guys going? Yeah, when is that? Uh, October. Is it is it a with disc no golf? So no is it a disc golf centric trip? October with no heat. No, but we are going to be the first ones to have disc golf on site there, and we will photograph that. No way. Wait, wait. What do you mean you're going to be cool. the first ones to have disc golf on site? Like you're bringing a basket, and is that what you mean? Yes. Oh, cool. absolutely. So they have communal spaces. So okay. there's like a shower house, there's a tree house, there's a lodge, and. It's just all about hanging out, meeting people, and just being in the woods. And like reconnecting with yourself and reconnecting with each other and connecting with Mother Earth. Yeah, there's a craft cabin. You can also like take guided tours, and the camp counselors there will set you up with whatever you need. There's actually. You guys would actually end up leading the tours of the other basic people that would be there. You'd be like, come over here, join our witch coven, and like. yeah. Yeah. There is a the class we're going to take that's take called your raccoon first. wrangling. No, you're oh. not. Yeah. Raccoon wrangling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you okay. What do you know about this class so far? You wrangle raccoons. Come I don't know. on. Yeah. Do they have live raccoons for you to practice on? Yes. Please. No. One of them's named is uh, George. So we are going to hang on. out with George the raccoon, and we're going to camp and make baked potatoes and, and on the you're fire. Lawrence is <laughs> in the corner shaking her head. She's yes. just giggling yeah. so hard. We are. Yeah. Girls trip. <laughs> Yeah, do you have to eat so many frozen pizzas? Well, uh, I don't know the if week? there's an oven, so no. we are do you frozen. frozen. Fire do you have a binder? Food. Yeah. Mm. Talk to me when you have a binder. <laughs> <laughs> do you have challenges? Come on. Do you have Joey? <laughs> <laughs> we got Joey. Yeah. Are there any sacrifices that are going to be made on this trip? Oh, I bet. Yeah. 
Yeah. She Sheila looked at me like, why wouldn't there be sacrifices? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the moment they get in the car, they're like, okay. voodoo dolls. Yeah. Sacrifice number one. Yeah. yeah. I'm a witch, oh. so yes. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm jealous. That sounds <laughs> yes. awesome. Yes. She's a they're witch, girl. girl. <laughs> She's gone too far, because <laughs> no one no matter anyway. Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far. I want... All the details are is I assume Lauren's gonna document this trip. Yeah, we'll do a recap. She take episode. a day off. Yeah, yeah. right. She's I can't wait to see what traditions you guys come right back now. with. Oh, totally. Yeah, right. yeah. Ryan, do you have anything that you want to ask me? Hey, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready to introduce the next segment? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, 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 wait. Are you fired up about anything? Um, like sixteen thousand things. Correct. Yeah. Right. Let's Pick hear it. One. Let's hear it. Let's go. Pick one. Pick one thing and it can't Christ be the actual. Go. And it can't be period. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Dylan Cease of the White Sox Ooh. is connected with Paul McBeth. They're friends. Disc Golf Chicago is becoming friends with Paul, maybe. We're friends with, with Dustin Leatherman, who is the executive director. He is a, a big fan of ours. We're doing a lot of cool things together. They suggested, why don't you guys reach out to Dylan Cease? Paul has a good relationship with him. And um, we started to. I think he's got a game going on uh, on the Monday, so he can't be at mm-hmm. the expo. But he can be involved in some way. Cool. Uh, but long story short, the Paul McBeth Foundation's Instagram account posted a video about the expo today. Dylan Cease responded, let's go. So we started like, you know, like that comment. Go back on his profile, like a couple other things. Send him a DM. So you're dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a little kiss emoji. Listen, yeah. yeah, I slid in his DMs. Up, and he responded. What a boy! I asked him for his address. I got his address. Hey, you up? Yeah. You up, dog? Yeah. It's yeah. too early for that. Yeah. Please no. don't send that till about eleven. I sent. God. I just sent. Hey, know what you're doing? Like eight wise. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna send him a, a a jersey, and there's a one in a thousand chance that we might see Dylan on TV warming up at a game, wearing a Disc Golf Chicago jersey. Who Amazing. knows? It might happen. Um, who, who made those? By Unstable Disc Golf Gear, Thank the you. finest yeah. manufacturer of disc golf. Uh, so instantly I hopped onto the uh, Chicago White Sox uh, website to buy myself a jersey. I don't care about baseball, but I support any professional athlete that is supporting disc golf. That's why totally. I also have a Lori Markinen jersey from the Bulls. Don't care about the Bulls. Don't care about basketball, but I'll support that dude because he supports the shit I care about. Hell yeah. Right. Same thing with Dylan Cease. Any other sports people that you know of that also are into disc golf, let me know. I will buy their shit. <laughs> the, uh, Sean had the, an opportunity to play around with Dylan Cease, and he turned it down. Man. What? Yeah. And with, Rick, like, yeah. Ricky. Ricky What's, was staying at our house. This is... But, Man, we gotta be talking about old shit. You put him on. <laughs> Why you? Because I know how he gets, and I try and so push let him. Me, let me really paint the picture. Sheila, he the plunger, nervous. bringing up old shit. <laughs> I, man, it was my day off, and even though it was Ricky Wysocki and Dylan Cease, Ricky was like, "I'm gonna go to Delwood and I'm gonna go play with somebody." I didn't know. I think we didn't find out until later. Either way, oh, I'm done. I didn't go. Found out well, later it was well. Dylan Cease. I don't want to be a fan. Like, I don't want to be weird, man. You don't want to play I'm saying? Like, I don't know where that line is sometimes. Like, hey, Ricky, you want me to follow you around all day long, bro? We're friends, right? Like, He invited you. I know where you're coming from, but you you could also be like. (laughs) I think I remember this day. He was like, I got to go to the bank, do all this stuff. He He did all that. running errands? Yeah, he picked running errands. He got back to the house 35 minutes later. He's like, you know what? Oh, no. Gary V would call me a G. Yeah. Getting things done. Yeah, <laughs> Gary V would also probably encourage you to take opportunities to 
know, somebody offers you an awesome opportunity, which why'd you say no to Ricky Wysocki? Like, period. I went and played with him a different day. Oh, you did play with him? Yes. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I went and played with him a different day. The windier, rainier of the two days. Right. But he was cool. He gave me some discs. He hooked me up. It was hot as shit in that room. Yeah. yeah. He slept on our, the, the cat mattress. The cat mattress. Right. Uh-huh. Um, we were getting our fence installed. He almost Jason. got hit by some crazy person there driving was, through the neighborhood. Uh, like a police chase. cop pursuit on our street. <laughs> we His were like, we swear to God, Ricky, this is clipped. not what it's we like. Had, we were getting a fence installed. It was crazy. Yeah. It was madness. Hmm. Well, listeners just got like five little treats there of like... Interesting. Yeah, so many little nuggets, Ooh. little Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky stayed at your guy's house. You played with Ricky. You didn't play with Dylan. Um, sorry, Dylan. Yeah, sorry. I, I think that sorry, he also Dil. came into the shop before I knew who he was. Because, uh, I mean, like, yeah, I he, met him in some. He looks like every other white dude. He looks like, yeah, he looks like a regular white dude. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. Well, absolutely. he better wear that jersey on in the stadium. I would, would love that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're basically the conversations happening now with the Paul McBeth Foundation to like, let's connect with Dylan. Let's put on an event in the stadium, a disc golf event, obviously. That's a whole, another episode for down the line. Yeah. In socks rated. <clears throat> in socks. Oh my God. Damn it, Jason. Oh, it's that simple. Geez. Next. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Fired up took a long time. It wasn't supposed to, but what can we say? There's a lot of stuff to be excited about. Yeah. All right. It's time for the Callahan to run down. XXL edition. Actually, what I called it this time around was the uh, Callahanlander Second Half of Summer Edition. So get your boot off my neck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Oh, okay. JK, JK. Uh, Feather Frenzy is still live with spots. The event is Saturday and Sunday, July 31st and August 1st. It is at Deliwood. Go to discgolfscene.com and get registered for that if you are a female. 39th. Illinois State's still spots in the ladies' divisions as well. Mm -hmm. The event is on Saturday and Sunday, August 14th and 15th. Unstable Open 3. We put that together on discgolfscene.com. Come on, Pete. Today. Ryan's looking at his smartwatch. scrolling through his smartwatch. We worked on it today. We made the page today. We We did. did everything. I made it. You helped. And I helped. You did all the controls. (laughs) You had the controller. I'm doing my part. (laughs) On our tiny little computer that is not really a computer. That is not really one. Yes. We did it. And then we got day drunk. And it will go live next Friday, July 23rd at 7 Today. Today. If you're listening to this. today if you're listening to this when it just came out. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Set your alarm. Tonight. The event is on Saturday and Sunday, August 21st and 22nd. Correct. Highland Park. Highland Park. The Funk 2 Electric Boogaloo is live and it (laughs) still has spots through a bunch of different divisions. Mm-hmm. The event is on September 4th and 5th. Mm-hmm. One round Highland, one round Trinity. And then we. Ryan, are you playing on that? No. We are going on our trip. Yes. Oh, we that's leave right. The that trip. In his little rocket ship. <laughs> Who should I, I think it's going to be a long, long now. time. <laughs> we'll find you somebody. Till touch. Mikey down, Z. Bring me Ooh. There you go. Yeah, I'll play with him. 35th Nothing Shanahan Classic. I can't believe we're already back into oh, no, no, scheduling no. more event modes. Yeah. More events mode. Strike that. Reverse it. 35th Shanahan Classic. Event will go live in August and is on Saturday and Sunday, September 25th and 26th. God, so weird We're to think about September. to this part of the year, which I didn't... Stop. Wait. That no. is your <laughs> calendar rundown second half of summer edition brought to you unofficially by DiscGolfScene.com. Come on. Come on, Pete. Pete. I had a real come on Pete moment the other day. 
Sorry, Pete. Didn't mean to sound like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were toning it down. Yeah, We're, we are toning it. Bees down. It only makes it weird if you bring it up. Oh, I was uh, waiting to find out if our PayPal account. We just got our bank account set up like two days ago. We were waiting. To, we got the approval. Instantly had to send the details through discgolfscene.com to be able to accept payments. At seven ten, I realized, oh, there's a twenty four hour review period oh, whether no. or not they're going to accept our PayPal. Okay, so it's feasible that this event could open and everyone the money gets just rejected goes into the ether. Or it gets rejected because, like, <laughs> yeah. our bank account. There's not nothing ready. to well, send. Alex says that I can't register, but I'm trying to register, and, and I would have got three hundred messages into my car. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, it's one of those. Right. But as I was like describing to my team, hey, this is the problem right now. This might not be approved in time. Maybe Pete will come through for us. So maybe I'll send <laughs> Pete an email. On, Pete. I open my inbox. <laughs> I Pete literally goes, said, come on, Pete. <laughs> and Pete had already responded before I even sent the message. Yeah. Like, because it's automated. Yeah. But it was like, I had an email from Pete before I even had to say, come on, Pete. Come on, yeah. Pete. Amazing. Pete, you're amazing. <laughs> wow. Ah. Job, for the record, discgolfscene.com is the tool of all tools. I cannot imagine how many messages to to like work out every single kink and build a mechanism for every single part of running a tournament and registering for yeah. a tournament. It was great. Yeah. Going through all the settings <laughs> through discgolfscene.com, there, it's all there. Every single piece of it. Uh, linking through the PDGA with the insurance and the code for the tournament so everything's yeah. linked together. It was amazing. Dude, and I didn't I even, I did not realize that you can also use it for like your leagues and for like anything. Like, oh, yeah. We we now have a club profile. We have like our leagues are now set up on there. Like, mm-hmm. people show up to our leagues that I've never heard of and they're like, We're oh, gonna yeah. We're going to use it later this year for an event where people won't even be playing disc golf. Right. What event is that? TBD. Oh, he's got, TDB. They, they get, there's a TDB. No, a we've secret. been talking about it for a long time. The delis it should be <sighs> happening this year. We're going to have like an end of year party. Yeah. <sighs> this is the first time hearing of this, but you know. I'm just kidding. Wow. TDB. Uh, mm-hmm. I just got blindsided. I was last year I was very excited for the delis. Yeah. It didn't happen. I know. So we are going saying. to like you know. it is impossible to we play noticed. it cool right now. And There's too much to be excited we know. about. Too much. Too much. Jeez Louise. I know. Um did you <laughs> yeah. get through all your stuff? Yes. I was Okay. You are okay. Floor um, is yours. First thing, it's a it's a surprise little thing. That's what she said. Is that uh so we run Monday dubs at uh, KLM, half glow, mm-hmm. and like half of the round is in glow usually. Um, I've been talking to Rachel Brayband for the last couple of days. She is going to bring the birdie babes to KLM and we're going to do a mixed doubles league. So it'll be our first, cool. like there's going to be girls. It's <laughs> like, we're really excited about You're it. You're very nervous about it. We're going to have to, not why am I so nervous wall? about it? Yeah. I am nervous about yeah. it. Um, Don't worry, Alex. I got I, experience. I'll, I'll talk to you. <laughs> girls, the podcast and I think freedom. my nerves come from the fact that I know the girls are super organized and I need to like, Make sure our shit Step looks perfect. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we're really excited. They that's going to be. You. Oh, I know. Yeah, uh, that is Monday the twenty sixth. Um, it's not written in blood quite yet, but we're pretty much that's the plan for now. So if you are a boy or a girl, come out to KLM on Monday the twenty sixth at seven. Uh, sign in between six forty five and seven fifteen. Uh, then the other thing is the Chicago Disc Golf Exposition. I'm sorry. What is it? So. The Chicago, I, the Chicago the Chicago disc golf familiar. exposition. First I'm hearing about this. Not familiar. Um <clears throat> this is totally normal. This is not a big deal. I'm cool. This yep. is good. Um, Are you gonna cry? I've cried many times in the last like it. few days. Yeah. There's just uh there's an event that we're doing from August 9th to the 15th. The idea is to bring disc golf to the south side of Chicago. We're gonna try to expose it to all these people that have probably never heard of it. There is not a permanent course in Chicago. My, br- I'm so flustered right now because 
this has been occupying my bandwidth like 200%. I'm, Welcome. <laughs> I I get it. Since, like even if it's Welcome just this much of it, I get it. Yeah. So okay, JK, let me let me go. try to go step by step here. The Hyde Park Hyde Park Disc Golf. That's Tommy Ingles. That's the guy who's been doing all the grassroots work mm-hmm. to get disc golf in Chicago. Just introducing it to people, running all these little events, literally like putting a basket out. And as people come by, he just goes, "Hey, have you heard of disc golf?" And like shows them how to play. And he has a crew of people around him doing that in Chicago. They've been doing it for a long time. He's also really well connected with the the right people in Jackson Park and the Chicago Parks District. So he got us connected with the, the Jackson Park Advisory Council. And uh, For those of the listeners that don't know, did I say that right? Yeah. Where is Jackson Park? Jackson Park is near, it's in Hyde Park or right near Hyde Park. It's on the south side of Chicago. It's right near the lake. There is a golf course right next door. Is that by the Museum of Science? It's by the Museum of Science and Industry. Nice. That's right. This, you, you have the these views of the... The museum and uh, the Golden Lady statue, which is like extremely historic. Jackson Park is just such a historic place. That's where the first ever World's Fair was hosted. So there is so much history there that you would never know. I've lived in Chicago for seven or eight years now, and I did not realize how much has happened there. Um, so it's really, really cool and humbling that like that's the space where this is going to happen. It's right on Lakeshore Drive. So like while you're playing, there's going to be cars zooming by. Cue the song here. Mm-hmm. Is that is a Lakeshore Drive song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. From the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Bogus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you did not know that. All right. So let me give you a quick rundown of the week <laughs> because every day of this week is something's happening. Monday, we have. <clears throat> What's going on Monday? No big deal. All right. So Paul McBeth is going to be there mm-hmm. on Monday along with Zoe Andike from Uplay and Dustin Keegan and Ella Hansen. They're going to be helping us open the expo with clinics for kids. They're going to have like meet and greet so people so can literally we just. should take the day off work. You should take the day <laughs> off work if you can, because here's the other reason. This this thing opens at 3 o'clock and it goes until 7.30. But what's happening before 3 o'clock is Paul is going to do an episode of the show, mm. which what means show? of Unstable Discourse. This show? Oh, this one? So we're going to go. Huh. And and the plan is to do this live on stage. Oh, you guys better fake a doctor's appointment. Yeah. With an audience. <laughs> it's either going to be in an auditorium or like a, like a small concert venue, basically. Lecture but, hall, something. Yes. Right. Uh, we have two different options we're working through right now. But yeah, you listener could spectate this event. It's surreal. <laughs> Even just to do this with Paul at all. Because we always joked like, oh, that would be the the top. The pinnacle. That's yeah. the pinnacle, right? Oh, yeah. um, so is that the last episode ever? Correct. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> it's just the start. That is where we Started ascend to bottom. another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, huh. That's like when Jason joined the show and we went to another level. Oh, oh sure. Huh. The live Paul episode will take we'll us take to, another, to level. another level. Right. So stay tuned for another details level. about that. And we're we're going to be posting to where's it happening? When is it happening? How who's do you get tickets? Like who's it happening to? Uh, so just stay tuned. It's coming very, very soon. It actually will be out before you hear this because this is going to take a while to Would to that drop. be something that would be available on discolfscene.com? I think that's the way to do it. We're pretty. It's either going to be that or Eventbrite. We're not sure what the pros and cons are, but probably discolfscene.com. Mm-hmm. We will let you know. We'll try and make it e- very easy for you. Uh, at that event, after we do the episode, we're going to go uh, out to Jackson Park. We have a fun zone set up with uh, different uh, putting games. So if you're brand new to disc golf or if you have kids, you can play like a top golf style putting game. Also, Leo the Doc Borowski, ever heard of him? Hmm. He's donated our, our he's donated those 
uh, the big bag sets that he made, the, mm-hmm. the giant boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have that game for people to play. Cool. Uh, we've also created a couple of games that are involved like hula hoops hanging from trees to teach kids about hyzers and anhyzers. And there's a nine-hole temp course that we have set up in that space where after you're done meeting the pros, shopping you know, with the vendors and you know playing these games, you can go out and just play around at the temp course. That is Monday from basically 11:30 when we we're going to do the podcast like 11 like before lunch mm-hmm. all the way up to 7:30 and then after that we're working on a disc golf trivia night with Jason. Mm-hmm. I have two different bars that we're talking to. I talked to Dustin at the Paul McBeth Foundation today to say like it's going to be a long ass day are you sure this would be an okay thing? I mean it'll be a lot of fun but it's a long day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I'm not 25 anymore but for this <laughs> I would go. So that's that's what we have going on the cool. works yeah long day and we're going to cap it off with jason hosting trivia so if you want to go see the podcast live come meet these pros go to one of jason's world famous trivia matches that's right monday the 9th and of august disc golf and disc golf in chicago you know this is it's huge tuesday night that's just monday that's just that's monday just <laughs> Tuesday night uh, is Disc Golf 101. <laughs> Disc Golf 101 Kids Night run by Circle One. They're going to be doing from five to eight. Uh, they're 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 going to be doing their like kids type league that they do at the Oaks usually. Okay. Uh, Wednesday night is that's Tuesday, right? That's Tuesday. Tuesday. Got it. Yep. Uh, August 11th, Wednesday is Meet Hyde Park Disc Golf. They're the guys who have been getting this all started. They have their own way of doing like putting leagues and and games. Uh, they're a completely different vibe to any other group I've ever met. So you can come out and meet the people who have started this whole mission. Um, it's probably a little bit more laid back than the other stuff that we're doing. And that's a cool thing. Like it can't be super high energy every single day. So that'll be a chill night. If you can make it, I think you'd really enjoy that. Thursday night is women's night. That's going to be run, uh, hosted by birdie babes. And they are, I don't even know if they know this yet, but they're going to be meeting with the women's golf Alliance of Chicago. Uh, that's like a historic group in that area. The WGA. <laughs> the WGA. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. <clears throat> Thanks for keeping it light. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you are getting too serious here for a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're going to be doing, you know, just like, hey, there's a women's side of this and here's how we do things. Then it's followed by Friday, which is our club showcase where I want all the different clubs of Chicagoland to send a few representatives up, set up their own little area and say, hey, we're Skulls. Hey, we're Circle One. Hey, we're Basket Cases. And just show off, like, what is our vibe and how do we do things? Um, That's mostly a social night for everyone to meet each other and to maybe recruit some new members. But, of course, we can't all get together without playing some disc golf. So there will be some kind of putting games, long drive challenges. Um, So we'll do some sort of, like, meeting of the tribes, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Get them flags printed. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get your gear, get your presentations ready. If you want to have handouts, whatever it's, whatever you want to show off about your club, this is your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday is August 14th is the Southside Glide, Chicago's first, first disc golf tournament that we know of. Mm-hmm. We saw in the seven, late 70s there were disc golf tournaments in Chicago that I think were actually in Wilmette. I don't think they were actually in Chicago. Chicago proper? Right. I don't think there's ever yeah. been one in Chicago proper. Sure. It's an 18-hole Temp course layout that we've we've designed. Kevin Derrick uh, and I went out to that park a couple times now, mm-hmm. and we've laid out a really cool eighteen hole course. We have a, we're going to have a couple elevated baskets. There's some like unique um, like challenges. Some of the one of the holes you play from a little league field, so you like throw from home plate out to like center field. Like there's some there's some really cool center field. It's going to be cool, man. <laughs> uh, and then there's you know there's views, and we're going to have Lauren Lakeberg there. 
or we're going to have, you know, a photographer <laughs> catching views of people teeing off with, you know, this scenic background. Like it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's so awesome. Here it goes again. Chicago. Uh, <clears throat> then Sunday is, uh, by the way, that's a, like a legitimate tournament. You have to register for it. It's, it's pretty much sold out by now, except we do have some women's spots still available. Discgolfscene.com if you want to get on the wait list or if you're a woman and wants to help us fill that spot. Come on, Pete. Come, Come on, on Pete. Pete. Oh, it's a trophy-only event. Uh, trophies handled by Unstable Disc Golf Gear. Who that? Also, <laughs> uh, we have our baskets for this event where uh, we, we got from the Paul Macbeth Foundation, bought them from Disc Mania and donated them to us. So we're going to have nine Disc Mania. Don't know what those baskets are called. Active targets. There we go. Active targets. The other nine baskets we're using are coming from Sean at Delwood Disc Golf, Mock X's. The, the organizations that are helping come together to, like, we've got Delwood. We've got Unstable. We've got Bag of Tricks. Mm-hmm. We've got Disc Mania, the Paul Macbeth Foundation, You Play, Jackson Park Advisory Council. Hyde um, Park. Hyde Park Disc Golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chicago Parks District. And, of course, you know, Ishmael Ochoa is the tournament director for the Southside Glide. Uh, the, the leadership of Disc Golf Chicago, Matt Swing, has been doing so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's cool as shit. Dude, mm-hmm. so him and Eric and Kevin and Tyler, dude, they're doing so much every single day. And all these dudes have full-time jobs. So it's crazy to me. Um, and I'm very, very grateful and humbled for everybody's work so far. I can't wait to see what this looks like at the end. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> the last part of this event is Sunday, August 15th. It's a three-disc challenge. It's the Disc Mania three-disc challenge. It's for new players. I'm not opening up registration on disc, disc golf scene. It's for us to recruit people all week, people who are just coming out for the first time. Hey, there's a tournament on Sunday. You can show up. It's free. Every player that joins is going to get a three-disc starter set from Disc Mania. Oh, so they're going to get, you know, not just, hey, here's how you play, but here's enough a to sensei, keep playing. a maestro. One more. Come and- on. Come on. Come Magician? Yes! 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 Beautiful work. Done. Beautiful Woo! work. Yes. You uh, should work product, at a disc golf shop, right? Knowledge, baby. Yeah. Um, that's a flex start. If you're new to disc golf and you want to come play, you don't have to be at the event all week. You can mm-hmm. just show up to this. We have listeners who don't play disc golf. I know this. Mm-hmm. If you want to play in your first event, this is your chance. It's it's laid back. It's a flex start. You can show up anytime on Sunday pretty much between 11 and I think 3 is we got to put those details out still. Yeah, it's a beginner-friendly tournament. It's trophy only. And everybody's starter sets are being like bought by various supporters who have contributed as a sponsor to say, I want to buy some people their first set of disc golf discs. Mm. So everybody who's been contributing so far, you're doing such cool things for the community. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sure I'm missing some details. I'm sure there's people I haven't said like thank you for everything so far, but I will get to them. By the end of this journey, we're still only halfway there. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. (laughs) Now, that's a lot. I know that. Now we got to move along to the local route, and we're going to do it quick because I just took an extra 20 minutes that we don't usually take. And almost cried twice. And almost cried twice. Um, I'm going to go first. I'm shouting out the Disc Golf Chicago team, and I just shouted them out. Eric Savoie, Tyler Hartsock, Kevin Derrick, Matt Swing. I also got to throw Andy O'Day, AO the Mortgage Pro. He he just TD'd our match play tournament and crushed it. People had a great time. Super proud of him for Mm -hmm. – I just threw him into that, and he ran with it. He's also helping us sell sponsorships now. And then Ishmael Ochoa, tournament director, relatively new to the fold for Disc Golf Chicago, but has been doing stuff with us, you know, in the years past. So he's been involved for a long time. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, shout out to all those guys. So grateful for you all. I don't have time to recap everything they've been doing because it's a lot, but thank you guys. Yeah. Shout out to you, Ryan. Young boys. Uh, you're probably going to do it too, but I'm just going to shout out all of the Clash volunteers. Uh, in particular, there were a few that I noticed when I was walking around. Not all of them, but guys like Brad Perini, who huge was yeah. out on hole our hole seven out in the sun and got those calves baked yeah. all, all three days all, all three all days day. all day coming up from the other parking lot on the other side of delhi right at 6 30 in the morning yeah and these guys were staring be, at me could be we more go? stoked what do you need yeah and crazy. guys like obviously james heath who was there longer than i was every day james for the week nuts. and a half prior like i can't even say yeah. enough yeah. about Michelli james took off the Michelli, entire like work week to yeah. help every day there were more volunteers because people had seen what was happening and mm-hmm. came back the next day and said i want to help tomorrow yeah mm-hmm. yep. and that never happens Already. that usually ha- what happens is people stop showing up mm-hmm. exactly but the opposite happened and i was talking with gary lewis OG, and OG. he couldn't believe it either he was like that never happens and i said i know like he he was speechless yeah. that we had more volunteers subsequent days as as things progressed so the volunteers were like made the event for us paul McAllister was at clash he almost cried paul McAllister. yep he almost cried yeah it was awesome every volunteer that had one of those shirts on you guys destroyed it all of the touring pros that spoke to us the first words out of their mouth were i cannot believe how good the volunteers were this week Mm -hmm. they were overwhelmed so you guys made that event for us. Right. Sean and I were looking for things to do because you guys had handled it so well. Mm-hmm. Literally, we're walking around the shop like, I don't uh, know what to do right <laughs> now. It was almost like, like I, I remember very specifically, Tim Potter at one point came up and said he like made long eye contact. Like he was almost going to kiss me and then change his mind. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I got this. I got this, man. And and it was just him holding the front line. Totally. Yeah. And it was just like one of those moments where I was like, bro, that is so cool yeah. that you are going so hard to make me feel like don't even worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I leaned on Tim hard all weekend. Yeah. About. He was awesome. Yeah. Michael, he was got it. So, there so was a man. few times where I had to like, make sure I asked Michelli, I'm like, is Tim okay? Because he's, <laughs> he was he's so awesome. Working I'll give you an off. example. And I cannot remember who they were, but it was Sunday late. And it was after MPO, we had handed out the awards and the whole playoff situation and everything. And FPO was still playing on the the back uh, nine and we needed some crowd control. Mm -hmm. And there were two volunteers that were walking up like, hey, you know, the day's over. We're going to, you know, we're just going to relax. And I was like, guys, I don't know if they're needed. And you can absolutely say no and turn around and ignore me. But if at all possible, could you go see if they need more crowd control? And I didn't even began to point yet and they were like yep we're on it and ran ran (laughs) to where i needed them to be like they were so stoked at on sunday afternoon after three whole days of it like unbelievable those guys were amazing i wish we could have done more for them than what we did right next i mean that was one of the things like right away that i was like oh we need to make a cooler thing for them to like want to do this absolutely give them more stuff i mean i remember like multiple times talking to you know dgpt working with them it was new and Mm -hmm. having conversations with brian you know not knowing how that they were going to be as good as they were Mm -hmm. Right. You never know. Yeah. But also having all of the confidence in the world with our community mm-hmm. and going, they know how serious this is. You know, like when you take on a role like that, it's not just a, hey, I'm here to grab my T-shirt and go home type of bullshit. 
Yeah. It's the real deal. If you're going to put your name in the in the hat, bring it. And they did. They brought it. Hard. I was there for just the one day, but I saw Mike Posolu and Josh Schenkenfelder look like they were... Like they were running the event. Yes. And they like were they, they were not done it they for were not, 10 years. I don't want to say they weren't having fun, but they were in work mode yeah. so seriously. And they mm-hmm. loved it. I saw it I saw somebody come back there with some bullshit. Like somebody came back and they were like had, had a very fun vibe and they were like trying to have fun. And Mike was kind of like, dude, we're working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know if he said those words, but this I remember him holding his hand up, yeah. like, dude. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. serious business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great. So, speaking of uh, Mike Apostolou, he uh, is most definitely yeah uh, my local route. I saved it for you. I, oh, I wanted to mention it, but yeah, I was I like. Yeah. Okay, that makes so okay. much sense. Most definitely. Uh, I also got to hang out with Mike. Uh, we played Highland last week, and it was. Super awesome. I think my my local route is not only the fact that he killed it, but also in the fact that I was able to get to know Mike a little bit mm-hmm. and like hang out with him and have, you know, homie time. Mm-hmm. And that was super fun. Uh, the round that he and I had at uh, Highland. Um, we did not hold hands. <laughs> if you're imagining that. Liar. All right. One t- whole seven. That's okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so scenic. Um, uh, man, he killed it. Like that dude, I knew going back, we had to pick two people to do U-Disc. And we had picked Vizzy and Josh Schenkenfelder. Mm-hmm. And then Vizzy got in. Mm-hmm. So we had to pick somebody else. And then when Sheila was going through the list of volunteers, she like I think the first person you said I was, was like, Michael Postolo. Oh, and why I, didn't we pick I threw it, my like, hands up and I was like, why the Michael? Fuck didn't we just pick him in the first <laughs> place? Yeah, yeah. He is the guy for that because he's a very uh U disc heavy player. He uses it when yeah. even like casual rounds and stuff. So And when you know the familiar. dude, like he definitely nerds out about stuff like that. Sure. Super perfect. Yeah. So uh he was more prepared than I could have ever prepared him to yeah. be. And when you do that type of work, I was just fully impressed. Like as impressed as I am with the people that I work with on a regular basis. Doing that with him, I was like, hey man, we got a couple of B tiers coming up at the end of the year if you right, want to hang. And right. he was like, really? And I yeah. was like, yeah, Mike, I'd really love to have you help us out. So uh, I think that will become a thing. And I, it's Dude. it's cool to see the team grow and it's cool to see other people become interested in the organization part of it. And because also it to takes, get to know them as humans. Like yeah. sometimes we only see these people for snippets at a time, whether yeah. it's in the shop or during a tournament. And yeah. we got to know Mike a lot better. Totally. Awesome human. Mm-hmm. Him and Josh just absolutely killed it. Josh couldn't be there Friday because of work. He was there Saturday and Sunday. And Mike was there all three days. I mean, I, I can't say enough good things yeah. about We didn't even how, have to think about that. I mean, and that was really a stressful thing in my mind because I was like, we didn't have a lot of that was the question mark volunteers for, for yep. people to do UDISC Live right. for the groups. Oh, wow. Right. What a relief. And that to me is like, you know, that's that's kiosk guy in the mall selling lotion type of shit. I don't want to go ask anybody that doesn't want to do that thing. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? So he made that part of the event so smooth. Not, I mean, so he wasn't, he was five cards deep. <laughs> like he had people lined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like not even a problem. Yep. It was ridiculous. And was worried about it. Yeah. You right. know, like he yeah. gave all the shit. He gave it all. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Inspired me to be like, oh shit. Like, what am I forgetting right now? Like, Mike, yeah. Mike's on it. What am I forgetting about? You know what I got to do. So, yeah. But it was cool to walk around and see like, oh, Ryan has got uh, a couple of minutes to watch the coverage on TV. Sean's got a minute to like just, you know, chat with somebody or have a, 
yeah. a Sammy's Links and Drinks. Like it was cool to be able to walk over to like hole three, four, five, and like follow the cards and see the flow and see how things were moving. Yeah, and watch the volunteers and maybe help out in that way while yep. Tournament Central was like Locked totally. Up. Don't even go over. Joe there. Moore, are you kidding me, dude? Like, Joe Moore. Joe Moore, are you kidding me, Joe? More. Jose Moss was mm. all Moss mm-hmm. all the time. One thousand percent Moss. Can we get him to do the like to like introduce the show? He, he's got the he perfect should. voice for yeah. announcing. Yeah, he uh-huh. should. He, he he would bring us in with so much energy. Yeah, it was mm. he was amazing. He was so, way better so than much Jason fun did to in to. previous years of Clash. Oh, oh yeah. come on! <laughs> <laughs> no, but is he there? Was, there's not a more perfect nice. human for that. Like I mean. Like, I had him in my mind as, like, you know, kind of ideal situation, but I didn't spend too much time thinking about it because, yeah. and then he just happened to be in the shop. And I was like, oh, man. You were there, right? I was there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, hey. this is the moment. This is yeah. the moment where I ask him. And all I can hope is that he's in town and he can do it because there's literally no one else that could do it like besides that. him. Right. And he turned around and he just, like, what? In the perfect Joe Moore, like, quick body movement fashion. Yeah. Was like, for, for real, dude? Like, yeah, yeah, man, for real. And he was like, dude, I, I was thinking about that yesterday. Like, <laughs> and then just gave me this whole story about how he was thinking about how he would love to do that. And I was like, dude, oh my God, I want so you to, to go be. so hard on this. Mm-hmm. And he did. And he absolutely did. And he came to Am Weekend and practiced yeah. during Am Weekend right. so hard that he had to go take a nap second day. He did. Well, he was also playing. He took a nap. He was as worried about announcing names as Mike Apostolou was about getting U-Disc mm-hmm. scorers. It was so awesome. I mean, when we started to talk about doing the Ellen Parsons Project song, the Bulls starting that was one of those times where I was like, I'm truly hyped about what I'm doing because yeah. I was like, Joe, it was like we were in the Michael? locker room, man. Yeah. I was like, let's go, man. Like, you got to come out with the fire with this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, it, like, to have been the fuel for him, too, was like, that was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Man. It was that great. was cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Hairs in the back of my neck went up just from you telling yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That was a moment. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, my two big takeaways from the volunteers was like, damn, Mike is all business right now. And Joe was born to announce people. <laughs> yeah. Jason. Yeah. Quick, quick look around. Yeah. Quick look around. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, it's just the nature. There's so much yeah. has happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Joe Moore. So yeah. Joe Moore. So Joe Moore. I can keep going on Joe Moore. <laughs> yeah. So real. I want to shout out uh, former guest of the podcast, Patrick Richard. Hey. And Patrick Haker. Hey. For hey. coming out, being men of their Pointy words. And coming out to play trivia. Uh, on one of my trivia nights. It, I love it, that. There's two things as Were I get older. Were they both with Lady Compatibles? Lady Compatibles, yes. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. feels, there's two things in life that the older I get, more fill my heart with joy. It's doers and people of their word. And B's and C's. So uh, Pat had come up to me at one point. It was like, man, you know, we want to come out to trivia some night. And I get that shit all the time. People are like, yeah. I bet it's awesome. And they never show up. Yeah. But yeah. I'll be damned if he, like last Tuesday, he showed up. They both did. And it was like, we had this moment. He came around the corner and he had this huge smile on his face. And I had a huge smile on my face. I was like, 
dude, I'm bringing it tonight for you. This is going to be awesome. And it was. It was an absolute oh. blast. I had Patty like, Rich is yeah. one of those Did guys that win? when he smiles, uh, no, his no, eyes disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No eyes. Unfortunately, they didn't win. Uh, it's tough Losers. competition, but I had I had, 20, <laughs> I had 20 teams. It was a blast. Uh, so I we I found something again. Pat's not good at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, finally. Yep. But it was So thanks, guys, for coming out. Dude, I had a blast. That moment, I want. I wish there was a video of you two locking eyes. Yeah. Camera, yeah. camera's cutting back and forth. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. could the probably smile. ask Alter right. for the, the security footage. Security right. footage of it. Silent yeah. and yeah. black and white. Yeah. And, and that's just Patty Rich's face with yeah. just no, yeah. no eyes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so wait, what days do you do trivia again? Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They came out to the big event. Uh, is Tuesday nights. Yeah. You said Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays. So Tuesdays is a big night. Wednesdays is kind of a, a chill night. But they're both in Downers, just at different locations. I'm coming to Downers. Yeah. Come yeah. to Downers. Tuesday night, Alter Brewing. Wednesday hey. night, Cellar Door. Is there a theme to the trivia? Usually There's not. Or... Okay. It's general, general knowledge. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Is awesome a theme? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. a theme. I owe, I owe Liz a date night. Yeah. I, my, attention, my attention has been on. Yeah. See, he's, he says it's cool, but is he going to show up? Yeah, right? Oh. This is what happens yeah. all the time. See? We're totally going to be there. We're locking eyes. He's pointing. I'm just thinking, do I have any other prior commitments? Because yeah. I don't want to like really lay it on the line right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Michael? Coming, I know. Dude. I know. On the line. Is that August 10th? Is that August 10th? Hold the line. I am anywhere else. Yes, yes, like, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, Sheila. Yeah. Sheila, local route. Well, I also was going to shout out the volunteers. I do, do have a bigger list, but I'm sure we'll get to that when we talk about the stuff that I do for Delwood. But I also wanted to add my parents to that list of. Yay. Yeah. They're a huge help with everything Delwood and Clash Week. They Unsung took, heroes. Yeah. They yeah. took our dogs. Oh, wow. And yeah. have many times. Yeah, they do this all the time. So we don't have to worry about, you know, getting home to feed them. They don't have to go to the house to take care of them. I wondered about this. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Because, so. yeah, I've I've been to so many tournament days where, like, you're both there all day. And yeah. I've wondered, yeah. are their dogs just incredible and yeah. don't have to go to the yeah. bathroom you know, all day? No, no, no. I think it was Sunday afternoon that I finally realized that every time I looked, Bruce is just walking with something. And, like, yeah, he's my, doing he, something. He, he came up yeah. to the table, took a red flag, all and day. he's like, I'm going to go stand over here. I'm like, do whatever you want, Dad. <laughs> with a red care. flag. With a red flag. <laughs> the most you know adorable, <laughs> yeah. like, my uh, father-in-law. Man, yeah, no they idea. were just doing at stuff one point, all he, weekend. Yeah, at one point he visited the doctor and had to go take a nap in his car. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, oh, the doctor! I need a yeah. doctor. Why did I think you yeah. were talking about a real doc? No, no, no. Not the no, doc is not a real doc. No. And then my mom and her friend helped out at uh, the main gate, and they, you know, I just want to. She my was parents. mother hen up there by the Bulls building. Yeah, my mom. You don't Michael. with my mom. <laughs> Nope. I want to hear all the things about your parents. I don't want to move on from Ooh, this. They're cool. Mm. There's, How much that time could you got? be a yeah. whole episode. But we are on a, a what's it called? A schedule. I almost said budget. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. We're That's on a time, time budget, budget, baby. Time is money, baby. <laughs> time, budget. time is money, baby. And we're on a time budget. We're on a we're budget. Start you mean schedule? No. Michael, Michael. Time is money. <laughs> <laughs> we're on a, oh my we're on a God. We're supposed to say thank you to our sponsors now. So let's do that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's do that. Shout out to AO, the mortgage pro. AO. Oh, 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 oh. 
Andy O'Day, AO the Mortgage Pro, is a mortgage loan officer here in the Chicagoland area who is an expert at first-time home buys and refinances. If you have not thought about buying a house, why? Why not? Why? Stop throwing your money away. Stop paying rent. Why? Pay yourself. Why? Why? Build wealth. Why? Why? <laughs> Build wealth. Andy can help you do it. He is uh, a disc golfer. He does a lot for the community. He sponsor, he's sponsoring the women and children's tournament that Circle One's doing. He is sponsoring the Chicago Disc Golf Exposition. He sponsors this show. He cares a lot about this community, and he's really good at his job, and he can make it very easy for you to navigate. How do I refinance or how do I buy a house, start building wealth, have more money for tournaments, discs, beer, and all the good things in life. Mm-hmm. Shout out AO the Mortgage Pro. Hit him up on TikTok. MySpace. <laughs> Facebook. Instagram. Twitter. Sanga. AOL Messenger. Friendster. Mm-hmm. Snapchat. Write him a letter. Ooh. Yeah. Snail mail. Live journal. Pony Listen. Express. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. yeah ao look him up guys he's awesome thank you for sponsoring the show ao the mortgage pro yeah and he also was the td for the recent chicagoland showdown match play tournament which i was not at because i was in cleveland and everyone said it was a great event so does uh does cleveland rock it does Hmm. i made a little recap video from the weekend with that song in it three four of course we went to the chicago or we went to the rock and roll hall of fame Oh, awesome, yeah. Have to. Oh, my God. Yeah. Such a culture. Mm-hmm. Best museum ever. Yep. Uh, anyways, yeah. Shout out again to Andy, the Mortgage Pro. Uh, thanks for everything you're doing for our community and for the show. And now it's time for the heart of this episode, the meat and potatoes. The Ben and Jennifer. The Benifer. Mm-hmm. Benifer. The Jessica and Rabbit. Mm. Okay. Uh, the wine and cheese. The Ooh. cheese and Damn. wine. Why have we not done that? Yeah. That's the You're most gangster that. combination there is. Anything better than that. Yeah. Get out of my inbox and get into my car. Featuring Sheila Callahan, the Mama Groundhog. I'm going to try and list all your credentials that I know of. The Mama Groundhog, the secret cog in the Delwood machine. OG Birdie Babe. Um, winner of all weird offs. Winner of all weird offs. Is yep. that a real thing? Yes. And she's a witch. And you're a witch. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when you were talking about the um, the fire. Uh, sure. What was that called? Oh, just the ritual, the burning of. There was a cool yeah. word name for it, though. Well, Beltane was the Beltane. name. Beltane. Yeah. That's what That's it was. the season. Yeah. Yeah, and you got fired up about that. And I was like, oh, shit, she's got some real witch. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing. She's on. a Be witch. Be careful, Alex. <laughs> I am very careful around you. I've sensed that from day one. Like I always know I wanted to be on Sheila's good side. She's got some sage she just pulled out. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about something that I don't I just don't think a lot of people realize, and even I I'm excited to to learn more. The role that you have played in Delwood going back to day one. I mean, I want to spend a lot oh, of time yeah. talking about Clash, but sure. like day one, that's how did you start playing disc golf? God. No. Oh, that was slick. Oh. That was very that was good. Got me. You got me. Got me. God, I hate it so much. Right. I can't um, wait until you ask Paul McBeth how he got started playing this yes. Why would I do that? Ugh. I'm totally yeah. going to do that. You're yeah. totally, totally going to do it. Uh, Sean forced me. No, I'm kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> damn. No, he's always told me that if you want to play, you have to just play. And I have done the opposite of forcer. Yeah. I mm-hmm. have said, like, I am whatever. not going to force this at all. Yeah. You need to like it for your own reasons. Mm-hmm. Do it as often as you'd like. And right. she does. Yeah. 
deep. I wish I had more time, but I need to make more time. Don't we all? Yeah. What was it that drove you that wanted to, to want to try? Was it like, I just want to play. It looks fun. Or was it like, this will help me get closer to Sean or no, what? I just wanted to, to play. It looked fun. Yeah. Does it I'm help me get closer to, to Sean? Sean? No, 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 God, no, 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 not that answer. No. No. Nothing no. in life. That is never the motivation. For <laughs> you gotta like, yes, we run Delwood together, but we also ran a business before Delwood together. So did like you? we've worked together for many years. What business did you run together before? Uh, his dad's business where Jason works. So yeah. the floor, I company. do both of their jobs now. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. I mean, we well, were. hang on. <laughs> I do both of their jobs now. <laughs> Let's be clear. Okay. I do both of their jobs now. <laughs> it's clear. Okay, I got you. So you guys had that history working together yeah. before. So when the Delwood idea started to like germinate, yeah. can you talk us through that a little bit? Uh, yeah. Well, Sean wanted to put a course in Delwood and he did that. So uh, I was like, well, the next step should be opening a pro shop. Mm-hmm. And he... He agreed, but was reluctant because we've never ran our own business before. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, it was just Sean. Like, I, you know, I remember having pep talks with him and saying, you can do this and mm. like, follow your heart, follow your dream. Like, it has to be you because if you don't do something on your own course, someone else will. You have all the knowledge. Mm-hmm. It should be you. So that is a good wife, dude. Mm-hmm. She was the biggest cheerleader yeah. of. Of everybody. Huge. I mean, she was the Mick in my corner mm. the whole yeah. time. I mean, it takes a lot. I kept telling him, just leap and the net will appear. Like, yeah. stupid sayings. Like, a I was trying. From fortune cookie like, wisdom. I know. I was trying to just get him to penitent see his will pass. own <laughs> potential. Penitent. Like, penitent man is humble before God. It's easy for me to see. But yeah. sometimes it's not easy to see those things in yourself. So, listeners, if you don't have a Sheila Callahan, <laughs> start writing yourself, this shit down. Get yourself yeah. a Sheila Callahan, dude. I'm not even kidding. Uh, for the Stitch record, in time saves nine. I hope everyone's. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's partner does that for them. I don't. You know. Yeah. I don't care if it's your best friend or your partner, whoever. If you don't have somebody like that championing championing champion song and just yeah. building you up and like oh my god that makes such a difference in the path someone's life can go yeah uh so okay so you you kind of hyped sean up and then yeah you were still you still had like your own thing you were doing yeah at that time that was 2017 so we were following similar career paths in a way where he opened the shop and i was becoming the uh taproom manager at pollyanna brewing company oh that's right so There was all of 2017, I don't think we saw each other at all. And that requires... Late nights. Late nights, long days, obviously weekends, and Mm -hmm. Sean was in the shop. So we would just have mornings together, and then if he was still awake when I got home, we would recap our day. Mm -hmm. But... That Yeah, that entire year, it was just me working hard because he wasn't taking a paycheck and we knew we had to do what we had to to, wow. to get it going. You guys had to really live below your means to Absolutely. make this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 If you've never done that, you know, as a responsible adult, like that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to say it's no scary. constantly to yeah. like every cool thing you might want to do. Right. You have to really love craft macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Which? Well, what they do anyway. Do. Which yeah. we do. That's yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, no, that I got that part down as well. <laughs> um, 
but all the sacrificing it takes, like living below your means is hard. But and you're work you're not seeing each other, so you're not getting like the same support and the, the like you know, the the downtime to really recharge your batteries together and like, you know, that stuff's super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a year of that. So he would, you know, tell me stories at the shop and I would tell him stories of the brewery and, you know, we'd kind of go our separate ways and then come back together. And then the shop started to grow and there would be times where I would found myself calling off work because I knew there was an event that I needed to be a part of. Mm. And then that's when things started to get real, I guess you could say. Like I was using Pollyanna as a uh, supporter they were they were a huge support in what we were doing and they they were a big cheerleader for us as well because they were a small business mm-hmm. and they were they knew what it was like for us they saw us growing so they sponsored a lot of our events they were our first mm-hmm. sponsor for clash and we started to have those uh the player parties there mm-hmm. and it was really cool but then you fast forward and it comes to a point where i'm taking more off you know more time off at the yeah. brewery Mm-hmm. to help and it just i hit a wall it just made sense at yeah. one point to be like i gotta look at my the like what's really going on here exactly is, man that oh, i don't they were mad when she officially was like yeah i'm well, still in the system i can still log in from my phone to see their sales because they they're, 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 hoping, you're, they're hoping you're gonna come back <laughs> yeah. maybe she'll realize she made a huge mistake and come back yeah well it was slow i stepped down from management but was still doing all the management duties and not getting paid for it. And then once COVID hit, there was the complete shutdown and we're just mm. selling six packs out the door. And I was like, this is, I can't do this. No. Yeah. Are you, how, how's your relationship with Pollyanna today? Great. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't quite sure, but it, okay. I don't think any of them listen to this, but, uh, you should never base your decision on that. Right. Cause <laughs> things could change. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I've had things I've said on the show and then later been like, you know what, Ryan, will you cut that one segment out? Huh? My yeah. boss doesn't need to know how little I worked last week. Oh, because, right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, for like, for instance, we needed a keg tapper. We call them party pumps uh, because we get kegs all the time at our events mm-hmm. and the place that used to rent them out doesn't do it anymore. So I was like, mm, I know someone. So I, I showed up and was like, hey, I need a party pump. And they didn't even like the people working didn't even know where they were. They're were like, can you do you just want to grab one? So I like had to go. <laughs> like I, my picture's still on the wall there. We have a great uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, relationship. Okay, they're doing great things, and they've expanded, and it's awesome. But I'm happy to be full time Delwood now. What was it like when you first made that like full transition? Um, like, what, how did you and Sean decide? Like, oh, we didn't. What? I decided on my own. Like, we had been talking about it, and he knew that it was just coming to an end. And I was hinting around at things, and you know, we'd talk here and there but I remember specifically one day we had friends over and I disappeared into the bathroom and they're like are you okay because it had been a very long time and I came out (laughs) I'm taking a shit (laughs) I came out of the bathroom and I was like I just quit Pollyanna and they were like what and I'm like yeah I just emailed my boss and said I'm done (laughs) that's whoa yeah what a moment yeah And then, like, silence takes over the party because everyone has to, like, yeah. let that sink in. What? Yeah. But wow. I, yeah. And they take your lead and they all start quitting via email on their phone as well. Yeah. Who's like, coming oh. with me? Yeah. yeah. I just want to know. <laughs> Who's coming with me? Who's coming, man? Who's coming with me? Yeah. But then, okay, so when you decide, okay, now I'm going to be Delwood full time, how was, like, did you have a conversation where you were like, here's what I'll do? Like, 
oh, I'll, I'll run the shop or I'll, I'll do the social. Like I was did- basically doing everything that I'm doing now. I'm just less stressed because yeah. I wasn't splitting myself in half. I was always doing the accounting and, you know, some of the social media, you know, artwork and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. The website. The website. Mm-hmm. And then I, so I would do that in the morning and then I would go open the bar. Mm-hmm. So. Oh my God. The salary she demanded was an awkward conversation, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but. Uh, like, uh, I don't I, even I, make that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I was. It's I was like, like when. Uh, Daryl goes to Michael for a raise and he laughs yeah. he's like, I don't even make that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get yourself a yeah. raise, dog. Pippity poppy, give me the zombie. Yes, sir. Remember that. So I was already doing it, but it just made it easier because I was like, I am not, I'm just a shell of a human. I can't do both because I'm running our business and someone else's business. I need you to stop right now because <laughs> you're describing how I feel in a way that I haven't realized how much I feel that way Yeah. yeah. for the last month. Yeah. I cannot believe that I'm still making enough sales that my, that I'm not getting fired. Yeah. I'm somehow still like the leading, leading on my team, but like with 5% of the work that I was doing before. Yeah. And I'm worried all the time that it's like the other shoe is going to drop, but it's like all day I'm doing I'm responding to just a thousand messages and I'm coordinating this and I'm coordinating that. And it's like, I have so much fun with it too. I'm yeah. like, I know I need to work, but this other thing is so much more exciting to me and it's so much mm-hmm. more important. Exactly. And these areas of my life right now, I'm like, I, it's just not getting, I'm not there. I'm yeah. completely somewhere else all yeah. the time. Right. Feeling like a shell of yourself is Michael- awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool because you know, you're contributing to something and it's like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you only have right. to like do that for so long. Right. Um, but working for yourself is like very difficult also. It's very rewarding, but at the same time can be exhausting. You have to wake up mm-hmm. every day and be the only person that's going to motivate you to do mm-hmm. the things that need to get done. That's right. There's nobody there going, hey, don't don't yep. forget about this. Or, right. you know, yeah. there's nobody to report to except right. for each other in this yeah. case. Yeah. Hey, I could work or I could watch Jomez coverage on yeah. YouTube right. for three right. hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which Who's we still tell haven't no? even gotten through all the coverage from Clash. Oh Maybe my gosh. I have not had the time. Yeah. I haven't looked at all me the either. photos from yeah. Lauren. There's no. yeah. 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 I feel so bad for all the things that are happening in my world right now that I'm just like, sorry, I'm somewhere else. Yeah. Like I'll get there. Wow. Okay. So you yeah. you guys uh completely had that sacrifice for all of twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. The shop starts to to really pick up. The shop has gone through a couple of renovations now, right? Like is it what is yep. it two or three? Two. Those projects take up so much time and bandwidth while you're also trying to run the business mm-hmm. events as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Um, so when when like the renovations are going on, are you just kind of keeping the shop steady and Sean's handling like what does that work divide kind of look like? Yeah, like he and Ryan would get together to build more bins and we had a really we finally have it down. Like this past winter for the the last expansion they got together and they would build the bins i would be in the shop uh or Corey would be in the shop and then they'd bring them home and while sean would be at the shop or doing something i would be standing and painting them like it's just <laughs> like passing the baton constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's good to be beyond that part of building the business yeah those are have been like very periodic yeah yeah right 
and being beyond that now is like we're kind of coasting now that ever the shop is where the shop is for now everything yeah, yeah for right. now everything is a phase <laughs> yeah yeah phases, Del, that's yes. what you said before that delwood as a course will continuously evolve but when you think about it the shop is going to continuously evolve the events are going to continue like everything yeah the more you keep doing shit really well the more momentum you have the bigger the snowball gets like the scope is going to continuously change yeah Yeah. the concept of what people can get involved in will always be evolving you have a mic apostolo now right the whole machine is continuously evolving Mm -hmm. but it only happens when there's yeah i'm basically sean's secretary she, I always just call her my pepper pots. Yeah. Oh, that's much nicer yeah. than secretary. That's yeah. gangster. Yeah. Yeah. She's pepper pots. No I mean, doubt. he has so that much going on. That means he's calling on. himself Iron Man. Right. Yeah. I mean, no. which is, you, said you said it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it? <laughs> oh, that's dope. That's dope. No, I've seen it firsthand. He, I mean, I won't say names. But there was one night where we got a phone call at like midnight and he's like, this is what bullshit. the hell? He didn't pick it up. And then we got another phone call from someone else and, and he's like, all right, I got to pick this up. What if something's going on? Yeah. And it was, hey, I saw you were active on Facebook. So I just thought I'd call and ask you, are, are there tags Saturday? No. Like, <laughs> I, I just feel what like midnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's when difficult. That, okay, so without we're not using names. <laughs> yeah, you get that call. Yeah, what happens between you two in that moment? We're just like, can you believe this shit? Yeah, <laughs> like, like we're just laying in bed, looking at each other. Really, we're like, it's so funny yeah. and crazy <laughs> you can't that we have mad. to laugh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't even be mad. Like, we've created something that <laughs> yeah. prompts people to think it's okay to call me at midnight yeah. or which is like so beyond the concept of a business. Right. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, that's the cool the, thing about the day it. and so, age so we're true. in like the immediate, you know, <clears throat> I need this now. And if you're a business, Amazon it is, Prime. it is a communal thing. Yeah. If yeah. you really want people to be if you're into part of what a you're successful doing, business, right? it's a communal thing. It's a communal thing. Well, yeah, you don't get to be successful without building the community. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that we do that well enough that there are some people that will think it's totally normal to call us at midnight to ask about leads. I would argue that I doubt they think it's normal, but more that they want it so bad that they're just like, I don't care. I'm going to make this call yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. In my in my eyes, they were probably sitting there with a friend that was like, "We should. What should we do?" Saturday? Well, I mean, he does say Let's, that he's active on Facebook Messenger. So, so wait. Just, Michael, give him a call. Just do it. Do it. He won't care. He won't care. Michael. I hope it's something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then we laughed, and then we fell back asleep, and everything goes on. It's fun, man. We get to do this stuff together all the time. We get to dream up new things. We get. I mean, it's we. What it's happens is we get up, we drink way too many cups of coffee, and then mm-hmm. the next thing you know, the next event is planned, and yeah. we're calling we're, Ryan and going, "Dude, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. What about this?" And hey, then, what, and hey, what Ryan, are you doing this weekend? Can we get oh, shirts by Friday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ryan goes, Ugh. Yeah. "Yeah, right, okay." We call Doc and go, "Doc, you know what? What do you think about this?" Like that's yeah. where it all begins. It's just like that kind of stuff. It's very organic and fun, and comes from the place that is just like what would, our what group chat is called the think tank that's just what it is like it's just ideas hey what about this nah okay you know, ideas that gets and memes to the ideas and memes yep, yep. That's so awesome. a lot of it comes from that the the clash you know coming from that it was sheila and me and ryan mm-hmm. and doc too and like there's so many other moving parts but like as far as like the main planning has to stay small planning. so you're not getting too many 
cooks, if you will. Hey, guess but what you should do? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you oh come to God. us with, yeah. hey, you, have, you, if, have you thought of this? Yes, we have absolutely thought of that. Yeah. Like we honestly have thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we appreciate feedback, but at the same time, we have definitely thought of that. It's hard to, like you said, it's hard to be mad because you've just made something people care so much absolutely. about. They just yeah. want to We're not, be close yeah. to it. It's it's not a complaint. It's yeah. like, holy shit, we've done this. We mm-hmm. yeah, we've created. We're look doing at the bet, it. Look at the bet that we made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so you just brought up Clash. Yep. Let's let's transition because like there's, mm-hmm. I mean, Delwood's done so much between yeah. that 2018 first renovation to now, but like yeah. I think Clash is going to take 18 hours to talk about. So let's yeah. let's get into that. Well, from the very beginning, Clash started, you know, with the opening of the shop. And Sean and Dave Herman, the director of Lockport Park District, Dave, he's always been on our side. We've talked about this many times, like huge supporter. And he said, well, what? how can we get the, the big tournament here? And Sean was like, it takes time, but I will do that for you. And then that's kind of where Clash started. And we built off of that year what after year. Was year. That? 2017 was with the first. Steve Ratchin. Yep. We were still running uh, Clash with Steve. He was a TD, uh, running things together. Yep. And we did that, yeah, first year, second year, third year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then fourth year. And by fourth year, we just went our separate ways. Like, it was not for any reason. Like, Steve oh, okay. was had things going on uh, professionally. He was taking a more serious role. He bought a house. There was all kinds of stuff. And I was like, well you know, I, I still want to do it. So if yeah. you're cool with it, let me do it. And we were like, yeah, for sure. So, and we had a moment this past, I was, clash one, I was hoping there was he a came moment. up and he, you know, kind of gave me the homie hug and was like, thanks for keeping all this going. He like, actually Dude. played in it for the first time. And yes. he got to play. Yeah. yeah. It was, cause he had yeah. never played. So clash, he, he was so. a big exactly. part obviously of, yeah. of getting clash going the first. I wish years. there was a documentary that covered that little element. Like yeah. Steve getting to play in the clash for the first time after, you know, yeah. right. Like yeah. him checking in at the table. I saw him, for a second, look off in the distance, and I was like, "He's having a moment." Yeah, yeah. Like, it was yeah. definitely special to see him playing yep. in it. Yeah, that, yep. yeah. sorry, it was, I didn't mean to interrupt. But. No, no, no worries. It's an important part of it. Yeah, yeah. It was after Clash last year that I mean, Sean's always wanted to put a bid in for something bigger. He reached out to DGPT. It took him a while to get back to us. I remember and, sending links yeah. to Ryan Nick's videos to Jeff Spring. While sitting there and doing tournament central stuff at Playtrack Classic Two in the shed at Trinity when it was like ninety degrees outside, yep. and I just had this moment where I was like, "I'm going to send these links over to Jeff Spring, yeah. right now." And then it took a while to get back. We yeah. almost forgot about it. We like, did, yeah. and they were like, Whatever. "Hey, you've been selected," and we were like, "Oh, we don't want to do that anymore." <laughs> yeah, we almost like, had, we had like, like kind of shifted is... gears almost because we hadn't heard from them. So we were like, "We're just going to go on and do our thing." At that point, we were hiring uh, Mark Borowski and Corey Simonich, uh-huh. and Corey was going to be doing what was going to become DDG Mobile. And we had been also meeting with all these different park districts, which Sheila was spearheading completely. I don't uh-huh. want to be talking about it for you, but uh, yeah, put together out, presentations to meet with other park districts to like, set up mobily at other like legitimate non boomer <laughs> bullshit, like <laughs> actual presentations using actual yeah. computer programs, Dude. and like not being a boomer like my dumb ass. I did not know wearing this. a tie using a laser pointer. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and reaching out to Naperville, Naperville, Shanahan, Shanahan yeah. uh, Park District. Mm-hmm. We met with Naperville. We met with Shanahan. We met with Cary Park District. Mm-hmm. So we had this whole thing that was moving. 
And then that kind of slowed down a little bit. And then DGPT became a thing. And then this season we tried to tell them no we were like uh mm, i don't know if we can do that and they were like no originally i was like uh it's a thing yeah i don't know man we kind of like i straight up told them like kind of no and then they were like no you gotta do this and i was like what What do you mean they said you gotta do this gotta do it Uh, so ricky waisaki asked him if he wanted to play disc golf and he was like yeah (laughs) Yeah. that and that's the precursor yeah yeah so wait they said you gotta do this meaning like Basically, hey, we, would really we know the like course. You're, you're we, on it. Yeah, you're the, on the you're reputation be on the tour. is there. You're at that level. You're, you like kind of like nudge. Like you're gonna do this. And I was like, okie dokie. Okay, I guess we're part of the disc golf pro tour then. Oh that's really how. God. That's really how it was. I mean, people mm-hmm. don't know that, but that's really how it was. We were backing away from it yeah. to pursue other things with the business, and then it just kind of switched back to where yeah. we ended up reaching back out to those park districts and going, yeah, I felt real. well, we did. We felt kind of stupid because we had gone through a good amount of motions and uh, then had to go back and say, well, yeah, we didn't want to just seem like the disc golfers that, you know, they can't start do this. Didn't fall exactly. what That's what it felt like. Yeah. But they were all understanding and especially Naperville because who is on the board? Who, I can't remember what his name was. I'm sorry Damn if you're it. listening to this. He was a great guy. Yeah. He, Disc golfer. That is, I, is continuing to get things done. I'm pretty sure he got all new veteran baskets out at yeah. Knock yeah. Knolls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was a part of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm blanking on his name, but a real nice guy. Yeah. We weren't using DGPT as an excuse, but there was no way we could move forward as a silver series and do these things like as a focus, business. Right. right. Exactly. On all this stuff. Exactly. And then because we knew we were going to be taking up so much time during the week, to just be at home and planning stuff Dude. Yeah. that the idea of we, we kind of hit a point where it was like, if Corey's not in the shop and he's doing DDG mobile, where are we? Like one of us has to then be in the shop and then we don't have all this time to plan for DGPT, yeah. you know, clash yeah. and like all this stuff. So yeah. it was a, a lot of shifting gears there during yeah. this off season, all while doing our second expansion, by the way. Yeah. And then we bought a house. And then yeah. you're doing a podcast and you bought a house. Yeah. yeah. Like we most days we just wake up and look at each other like and like why are we <laughs> what are we why doing, are we doing I, yeah. so many damn things? Yeah. Let's do less I've, things. I've started filming Sean when he starts to backpedal and says, No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I film him doing saying that. So I have proof. No because way. He will do this. Yeah. He will say, I'm taking a break. And then he'll be like, actually, there's two weekends open. That- <laughs> when we got together this morning, she played back a video of yeah. him saying something about early yeah. two times. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have this forever. Yeah. Dude, this is what go you back said. On it. I was clash drunk when I said that. Yeah. You, you were we very were clash drunk. Yes. Yeah. Sunday night at 9.30 p.m. Still sitting in the shop for two hours talking about clash like the last nine months weren't enough. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the only way that... that the community grows to where we have the volunteers that you guys had. Yes. Is because you're all about it all the time. Even when you don't want to be, you're then yeah. you're like, I need to take a break, but you know what? There's an open weekend. Like you right. can't stop, which mean mm-hmm. which means you're all you're all gas, no breaks all the time. Yeah. Right. You do have to you know take care of yourself. Yeah, too our, the very real thing that we're realizing and Ryan too is like the more that we do this and the 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 level of what we're doing uh gets higher the longer it takes to recoup from. Like oh, I'm legitimately yeah. still just now. Yeah. Waking up and going like oh, I don't want to just hide in the closet today. It sucks all the serotonin out of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, like, like to the point where, like, after a big event like that, it is straight depression for two weeks. It was, like, a, yeah, yeah, like I'm straight week. bummed mm-hmm. out and like in a bad mood because I've like literally given all of myself, yeah, to three days, and I have yeah. nothing. Yeah, I'm the just build up to it, and then it's just abrupt, done, over. Yeah, it's I've heard of uh, insane people getting that way after weddings as well because they've yeah. been planning it all this time. Exactly and that one big night. And- yeah, yep. but Man. you just you you cry during an episode of My So Called Life, and then <laughs> yeah. the other you day, My So Called Life, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eat a bowl of cereal at eleven p.m. Yeah, the other day I, I found a really cool beetle in our yard, and I followed it for thirty minutes. That's some meditation, <laughs> you know. She has a video. Self care, you know, like normal. She shit. showed me a normal video. people. Yeah. The weird off winner. Yeah, yeah. I told you. <laughs> I told you. She's not kidding. Do not yeah. challenge me. She followed me that beetle for thirty minutes. Yeah, the she did. <laughs> yep. There's your intro to the episode. <laughs> uh, that's a lot to it's a lot to process and yeah. I think I'm only able to do it because I'm I think I feel a little bit of that right now but I don't think anybody who's not planned something like that can comprehend it no. like you anybody who's done a wedding it. probably gets some amount of it yeah. yeah but it's a very hard feeling for somebody who's never done something like that to mm-hmm. yeah. understand and I guess that's why you get people calling you at 11 at night because they just mm-hmm. they don't they don't know What's going on behind the scenes? Um, It's a very strange stance to have to take. And the more that Sheila gets involved, the more protective I become. Because now it's like if somebody has an issue with something, now you're fucking with my wife. (laughs) For real. Like that's really how it is for me. And I'm very, very protective of her and protective of the things that she does because she goes so hard. So it's, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very strange doing what we do mm-hmm. because it's all, we, yeah. let's not forget we're volunteers, by the way, guys, like we don't get paid to run these events. This we, is something yeah, that we correct. do because we like how it all, it, it is a culmination of everything that we believe in right. yeah. with what we're doing. Yeah. The amount the, of money you think we got paid to yeah, do this is what is we've probably given. Inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put a minus sign yeah. on that. Right. Especially yeah. when yeah. it is a pro weekend. Yeah. Right. You know, that's become a very real thing, too, is that like I don't ever want to seem like I'm a guy that's like like I'm angry about things. But like when we go as hard as we do and now my wife is one of those people, yeah. I'm just that much more protective of the concept to be defending it from all information coming our way that is not that I only want to hear compliments, right? Because you have to be able sure. to take yeah, everything. Yeah, we should take feedback, but, but it's uh it's just something that we take it's, it's something that we take to heart and it all stems from our love of working together. You've poured you know, originally you've poured, like the Sean and Sheila dyna- dynamic is is yeah. a thing. It's like an essence and you've poured all of that into this thing. So it's you. Like the event is very you and Ryan and yeah. you know everybody else who pours themselves into it. So of course you should be protective of it. Like yeah. it's not just something you're doing. It's like that's your that's like your life essence. Yeah. I don't remember anything from Am Weekend except for the gibberish that Sean got out on camera. Keep it. You don't get to keep it. You don't get to keep it. We should put that up. But you yeah. have to have it uh, on. I yeah, both weekends were just a blur. Yeah, yeah. you kind of black out. There's like little snippets that like I'll try and stand there and be like, be present. Remember this yes. right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I try hard to be. <laughs> but I'll look back on my phone on some photos I took and I'm like, I do not even remember taking yeah. this photo. Yeah. It's insane. It's. I, I think the other thing that I don't think people know about 
us or us individually or together, we're straight introverts, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> unless I I'm not really seeking out that type of thing often, you know, like I sure. like to be in charge of like making sure that things are cool, but I am definitely not a, you know, limelight guy and right. Sheila's not a limelight person. And we are very like high be you know, like I'd sooner be standing behind Ryan or doc yeah. than being up in the front. So on so. pro weekend, we, so Brian Cole was the name of the guy that uh, was from DGPT that we were working with. He's the TD for the Portland open. And he he was the one that kind of came out and represented DGPT. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, he asked Sean, hey, do you want to go on live and interview the winners and just, you know, have that? <laughs> oh and Sean God. said, absolutely not. He looked at me and Brian was like, do you want? And I was like, nope. And I was like, oh, Ryan will do it. So I, <laughs> I went. Right. I mean, Ryan me. too. Like Did all you do yeah. it? They tricked me. No, no, I said, Ryan, come here real quick. Hey, he's got Ryan, a question for Ryan's you. Ryan's got a question. And so I went over and Evan was like, hey, do you want to do? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three of us, really like the Smart trifecta. Man. We're still yeah. very like introvert, homebody, like small circle people. Oh, please. And... But behind the scenes, let's knock it out of the park. Yes. And yeah. you be on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Go do that. You be Exactly. Front. And yeah. then Brian did it. Yeah. He did great. Brian You know what he said? He was like, it was very easy. I said words. Yeah. He replied to those words with some other words, and then I said some more words, and then he responded with words. Yeah. And that was See, it. And I was like, that's all you gotta do. Because we would have overthought it and Michael, Michael. it all yes. up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah. That's yeah. So. oh God, I love that story. It was stressful yeah. enough for you guys probably to get out. You're twenty, twenty one. I started to say it prematurely and Ryan was like, No, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. It's not Every, there yet. He yeah. He <laughs> went to say you're twenty twenty one clash at the canyons you know, champion for, for Dan Schlitter, who had just put his winning putt in. Everyone was screaming so loudly that I was the only one that could hear him. Yeah. And I was like, Sean, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. And we're like holding each other's hands. And then I was like, okay, now do okay, it, now do, do it, it now, do, 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 do it now. And my yeah. voice cracked, but I loved it. it totally yeah. cracked, yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. Dan Schlitter, by the way, man. Holy, Holy cow. I mean, cow. that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode. That's an episode. Man. That's like. Well, first, uh, second time guest, right? We, we haven't there had somebody, we haven't had somebody come on two times. Two times, no, but we need to have him back on, yeah. It's gotta be Schlitter. Yeah. We'll holler at you, Dan. Yeah, I would love to like have a camera crew watch us for a little while or something like that. Just yeah, to, that's like, the only yeah. way because so I that, honestly am I can't even remember. There's yeah, so no. many. There's so many working parts. Okay. I want to bring the volunteers back up again just because I created spreadsheets for those guys so they knew where they were going to be, what days, and what times. Like I reverted back to my brewery days of scheduling. Shifts mm-hmm. and color coded spreadsheets. There's the Mike Apostolou of volunteers. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There, there's some crappy jobs to be done during these weekends, like, for instance, parking lot duty. That sucks. You're way on the other side. You can't see anything. You don't get to interact and, with people, really. Yeah. My original person that I had on there, I don't even remember who it was, didn't show up. And Donovan Livingston was like, I got you. Angel. Yeah. All star. Dude, yeah. Alyssa, same thing. Amy Laskowski and Paula sat out there. Nikki Gernot, like Paula, they, queen, yeah, mm-hmm. queen, flagging down cars, standing and, in the road so people wouldn't drive where yeah. they weren't supposed to, like standing in the way. Yeah, on a like, holiday yeah. weekend, man. Yeah, when like, like Paula, her Doc Paula could have been yeah. anywhere oh, else. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Doc and Paula 
were there at 6 a.m. meeting us, ready to pop this up. And Every like, day. Words can't even like, you can't thank anybody enough. Like, Mm-mm. yeah. all you can do is just continue to like, let's keep doing cool shit together, guys, because I only am doing this because you also want to be doing it. I've told mm-hmm. Doc yeah. that, I don't know how many times, Doc, if you ever just say one day, I don't want to do this anymore, I probably won't because... Without yeah. that dude as a cheerleader in my corner, it's not as exciting. It's not as it's not something that it's I want to anymore, right. chase. Right. right. His it was his idea to have the TVs with the the scores going. Yeah. And Sean was stressing about that. He was like, I just I want to make sure that he's helping me and not I, worried about a like, television setup. He's yeah. like, you got to help me talk him out of it. And I was like, I am not doing. <laughs> Going to try to talk yeah. Doc out of something <laughs> for real. And like twice on phone calls, pacing around my kitchen. Doc, are you sure? Is it going to work out? Because my fear is that I love that man so much that I don't want him to put all this energy into this trying to make you know live yeah. scoring appear on these TVs and it doesn't work yeah. because we ran into a technical difficulty doing uh, some stuff with the tournament director team challenge that I when I was in real time watching really him, he was, really him, upset, about he was yeah. upset about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, yeah. I don't ever want that to be the case again because right. I want all the shit that he does to be as cool as it can be. Yeah. So that was like my fear. And then he, you know, just kept on telling me like, no, we're going to do this. And yeah, once it Doc has his mind made up, yeah. it was, oh yeah, people loved hit. it. I overheard we someone saying, we started referring saying, to it as scoring central or something like, yeah. Scoring, like yeah. Yeah. midday. And yeah. I was like, that's a thing we have. I yep. overheard someone saying, man, I hope they have this at Des Moines challenge. I DGPT. And I was like, that's that not DGPT. Doc was like, no, 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 no. That's no. Leo Borowski right there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It looked amazing. The, the the three camera setup that he had for like the interviews. Yeah. He was manning it so professionally. Everything looked so good. Yeah. And he, you know, I only got to do it for one day, which kills me. He made me and Dave so comfortable. Like he's. That's what he does, man. How do I put it? He was just like, just do your thing, man. You got it. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and then I didn't feel like I needed to ask a bunch of other questions. He just put the right stuff out there. I'm excited to see uh, where we take that idea of what we're doing. Because, I mean, now that he's got this equipment and yeah. he loves any reason to put all that stuff together, <laughs> every time I'm always like, Doc, like, you know, yeah. are you going to be doing the things that like, not that I need him to do, but like there's a certain level of his awareness that I feel like I require yeah. to feel like I'm performing at 100%. Sure. And when he's doing that stuff, I don't know. I guess we're just kind of becoming a like everybody's getting more confident in the th- in the things that they do. Right. Mm-hmm. So you yep. can expand Which is on cool. it. Yeah. Super cool. So seeing him do that stuff is like, where can we take that? Let's right, turn yeah. that into something. You know, let's let's focus more on that because people are into that and it's fun and we're recording our own history. Yeah. I, cool. I I loved doing it with some of the local guys, not just the pros who like just smashed, but like Scott Rangel didn't have a great round, yeah. but like, let's talk about it. Yep. Giving that local insight. So cool. It's great. Yep. Yeah. There, it just brings so much more to the event. So I, they roped me into it one time. They sorry, kept dude. asking <laughs> me sorry. over and over and over and over. And finally I was like, if you will just shut up about it, yeah. I will do it one time. Yeah. Is that well, did it go and live? So, Is it on? Yeah, and me and me and Hoppy did it. it. It was second day, and we talked about Matt Bell's hot round and whatever it was. And then I got home that that night, and the first thing my wife said was, "Hey, I saw you online. It was great." Oh, was that's like, awesome, oh, man! Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, 
thank yeah. you. <laughs> you know, like it was cool. It was cool. It had fourteen uh, th- views. Yeah, right. Yeah. 13, <laughs> I watched it thirteen times. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine had even less than that. Yeah. But I feel like you're a natural. Like you are. You're the right fit for that kind of thing. It's the right energy. You get. You have the <laughs> knowledge. You know. You've. You know what broadcasting is like, dude. You're sure. the right person for that. I can see that becoming way cooler with more energy from Doc and yeah, Hoppy. As we too. all become Hoppy more comfortable, loves that stuff. Oh, he does yeah. for sure. He yeah, was he all over wanting to do that you yeah. of course too uh alex and i i really want to like put more eggs in that basket because that's yeah. cool i don't know what, what that is going to look like but i I'm maybe excited. somebody like in the field sure and then somebody at like tournament central doing the before and after type totally stuff. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I i hated about half of what i did but the other half of it i was like that was pretty cool yeah that's uh, a good ratio. Yeah. For self Like for the first time. Yeah. yeah. The, the the half that I really liked made me think, oh, I could do this even better like next yes. time. I know right. it. Totally. I, I can hone in on the parts that I really liked and like I can tune that. Uh, okay. We talked a lot about Clash. There's probably a long lot time. more we could say. Long, but long we time. still have more to do and we are already over time. So let's try to run through the rest of this goddamn podcast. Okay. Now... We're going to change the energy and we're going to get into a new segment that's brought to you by Luxor Escape. This segment is called The Rub. A very different vibe from Clash. We're not we're not talking about high energy anymore. We're talking about relaxing and de-stressing. So, Except for Jason. I don't know how to. I wish. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to All find right. out. Yeah. But first, I'll learn something Ryan, something. is there something that you wanted you want to get rub? off your chest? I do. Yeah. I do definitely want to rub something. I was stressed about mildly, not overly stressed, but... I just need you to bring it down. Bring your energy down just a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me get in there. Okay. So the week before Clash, when some pros were showing up, we had gotten several refunds requests Mm -hmm. from players who we figured probably wouldn't show up, but hadn't necessarily gotten back to us yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And also a few that we hadn't expected, but I guess it's just what happens. But there were a few refund requests that had specified that playing conditions were unsafe and that the... All caps. All all caps. Unsafe and... The creek was unplayable, and their attitude about it was such that maybe you shouldn't have this event at all because of the hazard that did the you creek con- has played. Did you consider that possibility, Ryan? It, it was not a consideration. <laughs> um, not that I was stressing about it, but it was a, a point of contention because that's ridiculous. No, no local disc golf player would have even considered the creek to be in a condition that was unplayable because mm-hmm. we've all played the creek in the con- because it had rain, right, right, right. right? Ten inches, by the way. Yeah, the river was raging. River was raging, but. By the time Clash had started and throughout that whole weekend, we were almost worried that Sunday might not have enough water in it. Wow. And the conditions of the whole weekend were picture perfect. Couldn't ask for a better weekend. It sounds serene. I'm going to cut all of your (laughs) shit out. But... I'm going to let it go because it is absolutely their loss at the end of the day because they missed out on playing one of the best events that the DGPT had held all year. Yeah. And I was told that by several touring pros, including guys like OG uh, Luke Humphreys brought us aside and told us how great it was run. And if and he's you th- like, if I have to pick somebody who's going to represent what it is to be cool, <laughs> Luke Humphreys. Luke Humphreys like, had purple sunglasses to match his he's purple shirt on dude Sunday. in junior high where you're just like, that Michael, Michael, Michael! Looks like he's 26. <laughs> yes. Luke right. Humphreys How? had spiked hair and 
a puka shell necklace, <laughs> and everybody wanted to be Luke Humphreys. Luke Humphreys, he definitely had highlights. Cool. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna Pretty let sick. it go. Huh? How, how did you de-stress from that, from the frustration of this wild, inaccurate accusation? <laughs> I can't talk to you. I can't talk to you. <laughs> I de-stressed by watching all the other pros play Clash. And That's see right. how much they enjoyed it and see how well the weekend went and just thought to myself, well, if you had refunded because you didn't think the playing conditions were good enough, that's your own damn fault. Sure. So. I think we can all get behind that message. Mm-hmm. Once I'm going to mute him. I'm sorry. <laughs> once again, <laughs> once again, this is The Rub brought to you by Luxor Escape. Uh, that is a massage and wellness business that is run by Alex Nieves of Circle One. Uh, don't forget to de-stress and take care of yourself. Wow. You can this the sponsorship from the rub means that you can win a free ninety minute massage by writing a review for the show and sending us a screenshot. Uh, I was hoping that it was just going to gradually build to where by the end you were screaming and cussing. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> yeah. and that's how I do stress. Yeah, good times. We used to live a block from that. Yeah. Well, that like, sounds fun. Like my cousin years. Vinny. At this point, like we get it. There's trains. Yeah. Do you have to do this? Come anymore? on. Right. Uh-huh. It is time to bring the energy back up. Please. Jason. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've said two things this whole episode. Please say something. It's time for the mailbag. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's great. That's great. Excellent. She stared at me while she did it. It was great. <laughs> she was like, all right, uh, we're going to start the mailbag with a question from the lovely Mr. Edward Akovitz. Hey. One of my favorite human beings. He's a great, great man. Uh, this question is for Sheila, and I think it's fantastic. <laughs> if Sean were a disc, what disc would he be? Read what else he wrote. And he'll give you 20 bucks if you say the groove. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like um, a BuzzFeed quiz. Like, mm. Click here to find out what Frisbee you are. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> we, somebody needs to put that content yeah. out. That's yeah, good yeah, content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd yes. click on that. I don't know where to go with that. Blank. I'd tell you a lion because you're a Leo. But then that's Uncle Ronnie's. Oh, oh yeah. No, 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 don't no, do no, that. No, no, no. Just kidding. My Just money kidding. was, I thought you were going to say a king. Oh. The West Side. Oh, mm-hmm. West Side King. But then I hoped you would maybe go like, oh, he's like an orc or something. <laughs> <laughs> Essence. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Sure. Slightly understable. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Slightly. Yeah. Just yeah. enough. Just enough. Just the Keep right you amount. on your toes. <laughs> but every time you throw it, it doesn't do what you thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Comes up from Ronnie reference. Comes to us from Ryan Stilson. He wants to know, what's one of the funniest things you've ever seen anyone eat on break during a tournament? Well, I answered that in the Facebook comments because it was definitely Ryan Stilson with an entire pizza. Did he get a pizza delivered? I don't know where he got it from, but he showed back up for second round and had the whole box. Fu Manchu, mullet, the whole deal. Mm -hmm. That was a... like in a pizza. We were freezing. Corey and I were out there vending. It was cold. and That dude's awesome. I love Ryan Stilson. Yeah. Totally. yeah, he's got a really cool energy. I don't know the food, but I feel like every time I see Garb, he's crouching somewhere eating something. Some kind of burrito yeah. or like a styrofoam dish. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Michael, yeah. where are you coming from? Yeah. 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 
in the distance. Oh, you can see his outline. It's, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but he yeah. didn't make it or bring it. Yeah. But he, he has just, yeah. found it or He's acquired this for it. Sandwich. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I gave this person a pop tab. They gave friends. me an orange juice. He just traded up the whole yeah. way. Right. Yep. Yeah. And landed on so and stopped at peanut butter and jelly. I got yeah. this. Best, I got Can't this festive band. You got uh, a yeah. peanut yeah. butter and jelly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Next question comes from James Lotwine. Uh, he wants to hear from all you guys. Where were you uh, when you saw Conrad shots? Mm. We were at the tournament that you cannot talk about. So if you know, you know. Yep. Um, it was in the middle of a raffle. Sean oh. and I were watching on my phone and we screamed. Yeah. 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 I was doing bedtime. With my daughter, we were about to turn the lights off, and I was reading her a book, but also had the phone on the other side of me, like out of my uh, peripheral vision, I was watching it. And I turned for a moment just to watch the shot and screamed so loud that my wife downstairs thought there was something wrong with my daughter, like (laughs) something had happened. And so she (laughs) ran upstairs in a panic. And I was like, babe you got to see what just happened. And she was like looking at me like, you can't be serious right now. She was ready to call 911. But it was awesome. Who's yeah. choking? Yeah. Someone's right. choking. Yeah. yeah. I think I was reading comments on Facebook that were just like, yo, James. And like, did you see that? And I was like, what did I miss? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Same. And I was laying in bed and then I just like searched James Conrad and the, the shot came, the video came up right away. And uh, I watched it with my ear, my AirPods in. Liz was asleep and just like silently. A, like a smile just crept over my face like, oh, my God. No, like, yeah, you couldn't even comprehend the enormity of the situation right away. Like, yeah. it had to slowly sink in. Like, mm-hmm. he's just changed disc golf. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, because right after that, we saw ESPN. Number one, top ten. Yep. yep. Number one, top ten. People who don't care about disc golf at all sharing it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's how it changed disc golf. For the OTB skins match, we were talking with Luke Humphreys. After that shot, Epic Games, ever heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Got a hold of OTB and Luke Humphreys and said, we want to sponsor the skins match. So they sponsored some CTPs for that. Like Epic Games, like Rocket League. Fortnite. Like Fortnite. They they reached out to Disc Golf to be able to just get a hand in there. Oh, my God. That's because crazy. of media. Because of that shot, because of the media. Yep. I think so. it's fa- totally fair to say that it changed disc golf. Yeah. Jason, where were you? I was at home, just scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> but I have enough disc golf friends. He was in friends. the kitchen cleaning <laughs> yeah, a dish. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was washing I could dish. bring it as exhibit A. <laughs> he was brushing his uh, teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And I have enough disc golf friends that I was like, oh, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, I think it was then... What day of the week did it happen? Saturday. Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday. I, yeah, it was because I worked the next day, and then it was like every the, envy every ever. person that walked in went like right to the MVP section, and I was like, oh, uh, okay, I get it. Something, yeah. something happened. And I looked it up, and yeah. Uh, next question comes to us from Grace Brazali Elliott, and she wants to know what's your favorite TD moment. Mm. Nothing specific stands out to me, but I do like the end of an event. As terrible yeah. as that might we sound. We were talking about this question earlier, and we both agreed that, like... I like when it's over. I You hand out the trophies. Everyone is super stoked. They had a great time. And then Grace rolls up with her Yeti cooler. And yeah. She's like, can I interest you in a drink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. And obviously, when, like, things like, uh, you know, Schlitter winning clash 
Mm-hmm. That's like that's like different level of just saying that's like beyond. I like you know that's beyond when it all comes together at the end and everybody's like yeah this was fun oh my god it's not a matter of like us getting compliments and going oh dopamine we feel good so but yeah. it's like it's just a it's a feeling of like we did it yeah bringing people together triumph and yes. seeing them have a great time yes. mm-hmm. something and I did want to bring up from Clash so. Chandler Fry was in the lead going into round three, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he was coming from, he had just played R too long, and I was going back to Tournament Central, and he stopped me and said, hey, is that guy okay that uh, is in the ambulance? And I was like, are you serious? Like, you're in the middle of your round, and you're stopping me to make sure that We're throws one of like our hundreds of dollars. local people is okay. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's amazing. So mm-hmm. I just like the human element of bringing everyone together and sure. throwing a great party, basically. You're watching people connect on like such yeah. a deep level. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone has something that in that common. That's like what's happening. And you know, like, you know, I want James Heath to go as hard as he did. Yeah. And then he does and like is so fired up about it. Yeah. That we talk about it for weeks, man. Yeah. So we ended up because speaking of James, I just have to tell this story because it was super cool. Um, and not that we I'll explain the TVs that Doc bought for the scoring central that we used for the uh, live scoring viewing underneath the tent. Doc bought all those. And I was like, as soon as he bought them, I'm like, Doc, let me reimburse you. We have funds coming in from the event. And he was like, yeah. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, that's, that's you know, the doc, yeah. three $350 TVs, right? Yeah. It's a thousand bucks. Yeah. Plus. And uh, so by like halfway through the event, well, I guess leading up to the event, it was like, okay, what are we going to do with these things? Like, can we donate them? Could we raffle them? Could we do something like that? We had decided pretty early on that we were going because James went as hard as he did. We gave him one of the TVs. Dude. And I would like, I remember thinking like, man, I don't know. But I just have a feeling that James is going to be like totally stoked to get his fucking 65 inch TV. Like, I just have a feeling he's going to be like, I'm going to sit like he's already picked out where that's going to go. Right. Yep. So to give him that. And I don't know. That's cool. I love shit like that. That's a moment. I love being able to give. I love being able to gas that dude up to the point where he's there at 6 a.m. And he's like, what do you need, man? Yeah. And it's just like I can't. That to me is what matters. Like there are guys that, that geek out about disc golf stats and all that stuff and ratings and all that. And I love that they go hard on that aspect of it. I go hard on gassing up James Heath, man. That is what I give a shit about. That is what matters to me when I do this stuff. Because he came out the Monday before Clash to play and we needed help putting the whiskers in the circle one and circle two. Yep. And he was like, nope, not playing. Going to help you. And then helped for like eight hours. Eight hours. Eight straight hours. Dude. Putting in every whisker, every C1 and wouldn't whisker, leave every until C2 we were done. whisker. Yeah. And it wasn't even, and laughing and we're just, ha- it was better because he was there. Yeah. We would have fought. The three of us would have fought. It was like James. That dude. I don't know, man. He like we for sure would have fought. Yeah, we for totally. sure would have fought about the Michael Whiskers, man. And it was like he just became this catalyst of like it being fine. It was fine because James was there the whole weekend. I don't even know what to say about it. It really is. And like you said, it's the it's 
so people so human it's yeah. like such a cool human connection mm-hmm. because you both care so much about this thing that's what i love about disc golf next question comes to us from jason allen he wants to know did the pdga cramp mm-hmm. your style at all during clash i think what he, prob- he probably yeah. means is dgpt yeah. yeah because the pdga didn't really have much to do with it they're always sure. gonna okay. take the money right from right. the sanctioned pdga events, had very little but- to do with how the event was run at all. Okay. But the DGPT had a lot to, I mean, we met with them for weeks, you know, in conference calls beforehand to make sure all our uh, T's were crossed and lowercase J's were dotted. (laughs) Well, I'd like to think that I have an eye for details. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot that uh, total unknowns because we had never done anything like this before. Tons of firsts. And what I kept telling Sean, because we were getting frustrated a little bit was they don't know who we are either. And, yeah, they're and, asking questions where yeah. we're like, duh. Yeah, Sean Callahan but- <laughs> and Delwood Disc Golf you know, has a reputation of killing it, and they didn't know that. And so they are approaching us as if we have no idea what is going on, oh, which wow. I guess is like better than yeah. you know, yeah, assuming sure. too yeah. much. But then, yeah, they would ask us questions and we'd be like, no, no, we already got that. Like, don't worry about that. Like they were going to bring those whiskers in on Wednesday before the Friday tournament. Mm. And we were like, we already got them boxed up. They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had them in the ground that day where James. Right. So. Out. A lot of it was very strange, uh, but a lot of it was necessary for them because they don't know they f- what felt, they're walking into. Yeah, it yeah. felt like they were the district manager of disc golf. Yes. Like they yeah. kind of showed up and they were like... The district manager that doesn't ever visit the store. And, exactly. and I think that yeah. that's like even meant very neutrally. I don't, I don't think that's like... No. Bad-mouthing them in any way. No, no, no. They no. just it's didn't like know what a, to expect. That's yeah. my best it's, example. It felt like a mm-hmm. someone above you coming in and watching what you were doing and... And there was great feedback from that, too. Yeah. I mean, there was stuff when when uh, we were out doing all those things on the course mm-hmm. and marking paint and all that mm-hmm. stuff. We were getting emails from them, and, and they were, like, very adamant about, like, oh, we have to do this course walkthrough. Mm-hmm. It, they ended up basically taking our OB sheet and going and walking around the entire course. And what came from that were really great things that we missed. Oh. So, like, very specifically... Uh, making sure that we had marked the OB behind the netting on what they played as hole two with two double with a, a, a two mandos and a double mando mm-hmm. with two mandos. And uh, either second or third round, Matt Bell went OB through the netting, was behind there. And because we had talked about that specifically prepared. being OB, yeah. we were prepared for that moment that mm-hmm. was inevitably going to happen. Right. We have to assume, regardless yeah. of the decision that we made. Because we see the course all the time, and we could set it up a million different ways and looked at the layout so many times, yeah. but after a while it becomes mush, and so you can't see it with the yeah. eyes that they had, and it was great. But, and then we sat down and went over all that stuff, and, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like, I don't know, the closest thing that we could have gotten to a grade you know, what we're mm-hmm. used to having going through all yeah. the schooling and everything, it was like the DGPT guys came out and like before we, the event had even started, gave us like a solid A because they had to dig so deep to look for they, things. They, they told yeah. us to look for flaws that that was where they landed. And I think that that's, you know, I, I think maybe there's a part of them, at least like if I were in their shoes, I would probably want to do the same thing and like find not in being an asshole kind of way, but like, uh, this is already so great. Let's find yeah. the extra yeah. credit. Let's just right. find yeah. it. 
Exactly. So that was the other things that we didn't have as much experience with, like crowd control, things that Brian Cole from the DGPT was kind of taking over or at least informing us on. And hey, what about this? And maybe we should do it this way. And, and, you know, what if we, you know, those kind of things were great because we never have spectators to that magnitude. Mm -hmm. So having him help with that the first day was was invaluable, I think. But overall, they still let us run the event how we wanted to. Yeah. With very little... Yeah, I think that by day two, they were kind of like... Oh, they got this. Pretty hands off. Yeah. And that was... I think that that was fine by us because we definitely never wanted them to be overstepping their bounds. What did I say? I I expected us to be the local cops coming upon a crime scene and then them to be the FBI and they're like, we're going to take it from here. Yeah. Right? And they come in and like take... And that's kind of what I expected. Mm -hmm. But when they got there, they were just like... Yeah, you guys got this. Yeah. All of Saturday and a lot of Sunday, they were manning their tent with the yeah. all their merch. Yeah. Like, okay. That's all they had left yeah. to do. Was I like, remember, yeah. I remember that and run Friday the live cameras and that was it. Yeah. 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 Brian had Brian said something to the effect of like, do you guys need anything else? And I said, yeah, I need you to get over there and get that tent set up so people can buy DGPT stuff because on Friday he didn't have it set up. Yeah. Um, so by earlier Saturday had got it set up. So yeah. it was cool. It was good. It was it was I was way more worried about it than I needed to be. Well, because you've yeah. been going hard for so long and you're just that's like your training right. all these years. There was a certain yeah. stress level with working with them that was just there because there were so many unknowns. And now I have a very clear vision of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know how they do it, honestly. Yeah. Like, we're done with our event. And yeah. now we can think about next year. They are doing this weekend after weekend. Every weekend. After, like, I've been yeah. sending emails When since do they get to de-stress? And like, have, like, extended, you know, it's taken them a long time to get back because they've got they were thing. doing Des Moines yeah. Challenge yeah. and now they're going on. To, so um, it really kind of, I think for all of us, made us have a better appreciation maybe for everything that they're doing because mm-hmm. it is so nonstop and seeing how it is what they called still a startup and they're still evolving as they go too. like, sure. we, could, we could see them changing how they were running things and for the next tournament and all that, you know, as they were learning. So that was really cool to see the, the DGPT did not cramp your style. They just like, no. you guys worked really yeah. well together. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of tonight's mailbag session. Boom. <laughs> and Do you have a trivia challenge for the listeners? I do. The challenge is to come out to Trivia Night on August 9th. That's what the trivia challenge is. That's the challenge. Yep. Be there. That's the challenge. Yep. Sweet. Stay tuned for more details. TBD. TDB. TDB. It'll be it'll be. We're we're going to scope out two different uh, places in the next week. We're going to let you know which one we think would work. For sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. Then uh, it's time for the pinned it moment of this episode. Brought to you by DiscGolfPins.com. Come on, Nina. Come on, Nina. Come on, Sheila. What was your favorite moment of the episode? Oh man. me being on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila pinned it, baby. Pinned it. That's what she said. Oh, me Jeez, being on it. Louise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we were That's due my for girl. this. We were due for this. Yeah. And it was really cool to hear how you guys work together and like everything that has blossomed from the seeds that you two have planted together and yeah. continue to water that garden together. Like, I hope people understand now. I have a small, I feel like moment. I just, you have a small, what pinned it moment. Go ahead. Oh, good. No. Yeah. No, that's oh, fine. Go ahead. My, my small pinned it moment was seeing you almost cry twice. Talking Ooh. about twice. twice. Yeah. That cool. was going to be mine as well. Cry yeah. baby. Well, <laughs> cry, cry, I, uh, 
thank you for liking that moment, Ryan. That's really nice. Pinned it. Pinned it. Uh, but yeah, thank you, DiscGolfPins.com. Okay, that is a wrap on this episode. So now we give you a quick preview of the next episode, which is going to be live with the GOAT. It's going to be something we've never done before. Keep an eye out for info. It's going to be for out. us that we don't Michael. fuck it up. We, we, just so you guys know, we had to have... We had to We had to prep Jason. Before we agreed to do this, we had to have a conversation internally with Jason to say, Jason, Paul has an image. All right? We love you, but we got to you know be on our B's and C's. Our P's and Q's and our B's and C's. All right. That's, uh, that's what's happening next. Stay tuned for more information. And until then, y'all keep it tight. See ya. Be good, y'all. Peace be with you. Bye. Listen to Unstable Discourse on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or right from Buzzsprout.com. And if you have the time, leave us a rating and review. It helps the podcast get to more listeners. Unstable Discourse is a top secret studio's production. The river was raging.